Hello, you're listening to Dice Functional on the Dice Functional Podcast Network. If you like the show, please rate and review wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. If you like watching live, we are live every Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern over at twitch.tv slash dicefunctional. More information can be found on our Twitter at dicefunctional with an underscore. Now, on with the show. Here we go. Well, yeah, bring Greg in. We got to do that. And we got the video live. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. I know it's not the usual energy and I'm not screaming. And that's okay. Because you know what? Today's a little bit more chill. Uh, If this happens to be your first video here on the Dice Functional channel. You've uh, chosen the worst time to jump in. (laughs) Now recording. The worst. The worst. Kind of because this is the wrap up of the first campaign the official end uh where we will go over some important things and events uh of the um crazy british men who keep jumping into our voice channel uh no the uh the story of fortune's blade while it's still continuing in real time in campaign two which will be coming soon and there will be all sorts of announcements if you want to check those out make sure to follow the socials at that at sorry at dice functional with an underscore at the end i'm not plugging my own here um or you can check us out online you can check us out on twitch twitch.tv slash dice functional or on youtube just search dice functional over there uh i know i said i wasn't gonna plug this stuff but it's it's in great it's it's burdened to me as a person anyway it's fine uh, i gotta I, I gotta show my friends it's how that works um so be sure to keep a lookout there because campaign two which takes place connor what 30 years after About 30 30 years after the events of okay campaign. yeah so if you enjoyed this story or if you want to check out this story and see all the events that have brought us to this point knowing a little bit about some of the end of the tale of fortunes played be sure to check out all of the previous episodes on youtube or if you are listening to this on podcast services wherever they may be on the dice functional feed Maybe this will give you uh, a good incentive to go back through uh, all 150... It's it's more than 153, because we had a part one and a part two on one of them. You're right, so technically it'd be like 156, I think. Yeah, there's a lot. But we enjoy playing this, so hopefully you enjoy listening to this and watching this. But I'm not going to do any scream... Oh, not right now. Uh, But Connor, bring us into what we're doing today. So, um, Jace kind of... Uh, more or less hit the nail on the head. This is going to be a bit of a weirder session. Um, Effectively, I'm going to be talking with me and my friends here, and we're going to be uh, discussing essentially what is going to be happening, playing through certain scenes. Um, And in some cases, if if my friends just have questions, I'll just answer questions about what things were missed or what um, could have been done or answer any questions about the game in general. Also, I think I can hear a faint echo from Jolly. I'm sorry. I don't know why it's, it's okay. echoing. Hang on. 
Okay, I don't know if it'll work, but... It's okay. Uh, so basically, um, are, are, there, are there any things that you guys want to ask right off the bat, or any things that you guys want to do immediately after your, your arrival back in Odela? What is Avro's favorite sandwich? <laughs> um, that, I don't really know. I don't think Avro's really much of a sandwich kind of guy. Coward. What's his favorite soup? He's too French. Favorite soup? <laughs> French onion. <laughs> too French. That's, that's, yep. that's so that, on that, the that nose, out. Connor. <laughs> pans out. What's his favorite mother sauce? His favorite mother sauce? Sauce? Yeah. What Not about a mother? Wood? Damn. I hate that you knew an answer immediately. Yeah, of course I know what. Of course I know the answer immediately. I like cooking. <laughs> uh, for quick reference to our friends who do not cook regularly, the mother sauces are considered the base for every other sauce in culinary okay, arts. Okay, Because I was like, who the fuck is mother sauce? So like a roux? <laughs> yes, a roux could. A roux is technically also a mother so sauce, but it's the really five that I listed. Row. I had, I had <laughs> It's Bachelor, true. Uh, one that just called tomato, apparently. Tomato uh, sauce. And I cannot pronounce the other two because they are very French. You'd have to paste them for me to try because I, I, I probably know French about them in some level. School. But yeah. Um, are there any things that you or your characters want to do immediately after the end of camp after the the end of the events so after you guys have managed to beat Lacroix, after you guys have effectively come home any big things you guys would like to do the world moved yet you guys moved yet the world has it moved so with by that night because you did you did arrive back in the morning um you guys would note at least a more perceptive of you would pick up on the fact that the stars look a little different than they do normally. Um, the sky doesn't, as there is still a large hole in the sky. It still looks the same. Same kaleidoscopic mess of color. Um, you would say there's maybe a slight difference in the angle and positioning of the, the mark in the sky, but really it's not a big difference. Cool, cool. Is it enough that people notice it, though? Only the people who look at the sky. I mean, followers of Dazna would definitely notice the difference in constellations. Normal folks might be able to look at it and just think that they're looking at the sky wrong. Or they're missing something. Out of character, this is something that would be accepted or disputed or discussed heavily in scholarly journals in the in the times in the years to come um as there was not a big enough shift and it went back to normal so the people who think that the sky did change and that we moved position the you know the, the uh planet genia moved position they don't have proof because, well, it's normal now. It's a disputed piece of history by the time Campaign 2 comes around because most normal people didn't notice the difference in the stars. 
And unless you were in Pacretia, the sky didn't turn dark. Interesting. Uh, Any happy there? Yeah. So I know Gale left immediately. Pretty much immediately. Yep. Um promised he would come back in the morning and did. Um, but Gale would spend probably would take a small group, um, would have been talking to Aerith about it, um, get a small group together, but you know, all fighters from Ekes. And uh would have cleared out the keep. Um, found it, would have cleared it out. Uh, and then in a, in a central room, um, with pretty thick walls, uh, with Haru, he would have obviously had Haru help him, uh, cast Sanctuary on the room itself for 30 days, making it permanent, um, and would have devised a number of other ways to essentially lock down that central room. Um effectively creating a um essentially a vault and, and if you ever asked him what it was called he would call it just the vault um an area where at first he would have kept the um well he would keep the artifact of fear uh until he eventually finds whoever it is who's supposed to have said artifact um and he would keep the uh the glove that he the whole arm. He wouldn't take it off of the arm. The whole uh, arm of Mercy, one of Mercy's brothers, would reside in there. Um, for sentimental purposes, more than anything, he would leave the broken eye um, of misfortune. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other. Um, there's the halberd. Funny story about the halberd. Um, but no, he would also put uh, Armier's hammer in there. Um, Armor's armor's axe. He had a uh, he had a hex hex axe. Yes. Well, he would have the axe and then the original hammer that he had. Because Gale oh, yeah. wasn't ever worried about. He just doesn't want that one getting out. Um, the hammer had it out for him. Um, but then after that was all completed, uh, he would contact a. Uh, a certain Dimidand. Okay. That's, again, that would be a very good scene to play mm -hmm. out. Um, so, through through a few tricks that you guys have at your disposal, and a, a, a few ideas that you've picked up over the years now, um, you reach out to and begin to speak with uh, the Demodand uh, that uh, initially did appear to have uh, a a claim on a certain someone's soul. Um, it does not appear. It does not appear to be actively pursuing erudite, but uh, the Demodand Capra. Um, would would respond to your uh bartering i suppose is the word yep 
And we can we can we can play that out, but the question is, do you want to physically talk with the Demodand or no? I think Gail would. Alright. Where yeah. would you talk with the Demodand? Essentially right on either side of a portal. That's that's fair. Okay. So you would have to use uh, essentially, any tricks you have to like cast a portal to open up a rift into Carcerai, mm -hmm. uh, which would be where Capra normally resides, and you would see that it is a hellish um, environment of these jutting spikes and stalactites that appear to just kind of rise up out of the soil itself, and where there is some order to most lower planes carceri has very very little except for rule of strength essentially mm -hmm. um but you would be able to get a hold of capra who look at the portal and say very simply well it's very nice to see you again Greetings, friend. As I has been away. Yeah. What is it? So I'm looking to take care of a few things. Take care yeah. of my friends. Take care of... Some people that are... Oh. Are all a bit... And what would that be? A death. Hmm. How interested are you in expanding your territory? Go on. Tell there's, me more. There's an archfiend. Decided to just get a day to take my mum. Take my love from me and take a friend's mother in kind. He's talked about coming back here and I want my bit of revenge. A bit, bit of a power vacuum there. Thought you might want in. There are a few more details, but figured I'd at least see if you're interested or not. What's in it for me, though? The old plop Albert. This. In my word, on my power, will not bring Pharisees against you, so long as you, on your word, on your power, will not actively bring Ferris's against this plane. You have my word. I will not bring force against your plane. And you have mine. Then in that case, two moons from now, 
Avafaris will move in. You show up, help in the fight. This is yours. And we walk away. Very well. That sounds agreeable. Good doing business with your friend. Mm. Yes. And you as well. Go walk away, having the portal close. Uh, after such a time, we yeah, will immediately send a message out. Rest of Fortune's Blade. That was the deal that Gale made. We're going after the Dimadan. Or not the Dimadan, sorry, the Archfiend. Pitfiend, yep. Pitfiend, we have help. Grab anybody you can. We're taking this punk ass out. Question about that. I have a, actually yep. two questions. Yep. Number one, it's funny you mentioned the artifact because that was going to be one of my things. Like, I would have probably, one of the things I would have done out of gate is probably contacted them, but that's fine. Um, number two <laughs> for that feed, how strong is uh, our, like, Alice and their team? They are fairly strong. Um, Black Iron is a they're a fairly talented group they'd probably be at most like level 11 12. like would it be too dangerous to bring them into i guess the pit fiend yeah if most we're likely, all there yes. i mean yeah. if we're all there too it's i mean with with everybody there that's a little different but still there's not much stopping uh things from going a little bit wrong yeah i do have cleric levels now but yeah okay so i'm kidding okay okay just a thought. Uh, go back. Sorry. Okay. So, Gale, mm -hmm. that is a deal that you would want to wind up making with the the demo dand. Yes. Um, all of you would receive a message about this. So, how does everybody respond to this? <laughs> You're gonna go after the pit bean. <laughs> Retired. <laughs> oh. They killed. To be fair, they killed. You know. To be fair, the yeah. way that it's done, it is literally just a long form letter that's delivered by somebody. Um, that's definitely it's not Gail's handwriting because Gail doesn't do the handwriting thing. It's definitely Aerith's handwriting. Um, with you can tell where certain things like a word or two was being written and was changed to sound a little bit more elegant. Um, but it's essentially, here's where we're meeting. There will be a portal open. We are killing this fucking thing. If you would like to join two moons, hence, this is where we're going. Bring any friends. Mm. It's like a party invite. It's like a weird party invitation. The party. <laughs> the worst kind of party invitation. It's the a party of violence. Kind of party. Somebody will party. die. <laughs> Say uh? yes, without a doubt. Like, Rudy's going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Say that. Oh, yeah. I think Deo would would look at Vad and be like, one last jig. I mean, yeah. should we have my aunts involved in this? Maybe Amelie <laughs> is I don't know if my mom wants to fight him again. But like, 
think about it. But this she doesn't have a sword anymore! It's broken. <laughs> well, what is she gonna do? Punch it? She also doesn't have her armor. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why she doesn't have her armor, Mercy. <laughs> anyone Technically, else that was my fault. Show? I kind of just... I kind of let Mercy have it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Like the aunties, at least I think. I I don't know if my mom would want to fight him. That's the thing. He he did take her away from you and Finn for twenty years. <laughs> Kept her alive. Changed her. Cut <laughs> her wings. I mean, maybe, maybe I don't know how. <laughs> I look. Maybe if we ask the aunt, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if they probably have I don't know, extra weapons. Like I don't know. I will find weapons. We have. I'm debating. I don't know. <laughs> we can ask. Okay. Would <laughs> Avali? <laughs> What is it? Poetry. The poetry. Imagine, if you will, the pit fiend's dying. Last last leg. He's like, ah shit, you guys fucked me up. And then the portal <laughs> from behind Amelie fucking zooms in. <laughs> kills his ass. <laughs> poetry. <laughs> she just punches him to death with her big meaty claws. What? Big meaty <laughs> claws. <laughs> That's how it works. SpongeBob reference. I'm sorry. I know it is. <laughs> so, I will say, if you provide the offer to uh, the aunties, they will take up the offer. Amelie will say no. Okay. Okay. We're not gonna I, push it. If she says no, we're like, all right, you stay home. <laughs> I I will. Do intend to help out the aunties as much as I can with this, though. I just also don't want them to get hurt as well, like my mom did. <laughs> mm -hmm. they, yeah, they would, would, even though she's retired now and is running the bleed cloaks by this time, I think, um, she would, she would come help just to make sure her friends are okay. Yeah, this is about three, it, by this point, it would be about probably four or five months. Yeah, two, three mm -hmm. months. Well, it, well, when we're going, two moons. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, it's it's thirty days to do the thing. It would have taken time to contact him, and then two yeah, months after been, that. Yeah, that would have been at least three months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The gang. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> if Mercy helps, I'm assuming Mercy would help. Yeah, Mercy's a little busy, but she would probably take the time. You have to understand, Mercy didn't immediately go over to start the blue cloaks when she went over there. She went over to do an entire political revolution. <laughs> take a break from that. In the middle take a of little vacation. <laughs> Are you busy? <laughs> uh, I imagine at this point she's got a good chunk of that down. So she'll probably look at Belle and go, I want to go kill a pit fiend. I think there's a bit more pressing matters over here. You realize. Yeah. Damn it. At least one of us needs to stay here. Would you rather fight it or do you want... Let me put it this way. Do you want to do diplomacy or do you want to go fight? I will stay here. Okay. I will be back. 
don't kill too many people while I'm gone. Don't kill anyone, we need to sign a contract. Mm. Well, if I come back and you killed someone that we need to sign a contract, I'm going to throw you in the ocean. No, you won't. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> But yeah, Mercy will come, but she will very much make it clear I am here to kill the pit fiend, and then I gotta go. Mercy has also aged 30 years in the past five months because of <laughs> Belle. <laughs> well, the thing is, there's Belle, and I have a feeling at, at some point she will hijack Jim if some of them are being extra bitchy. Because what's That's more scary me. than a paladin who helped save the world a level 20 barbarian, and a lich. Pretty fucking girl scary. Girl bosses. It's three, three girl bosses in <laughs> name alone. <laughs> no. Give me a gatekeep. Sorry. Somebody did not want to be picked up. Nobody <laughs> did not I like that. Her. I didn't even try. I pet her head and she said, Gah! <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, on the day of, uh, Gil would show up with uh, himself, obviously. Uh, any other of the uh, Cerulean Blue Cloaks uh, that had joined up at that point? Um, uh, any you would, member not, you would not have a huge number of people oh, yeah. at, like just yet. You'd have like two or three. Yeah, we're, we're talking like early, early. But again, all like war veterans and shit they know how to handle themselves Gail's not worried about that yeah um he would also show up uh with roth in a temporary body um so temporary mech fighter uh also wearing a cerulean blue cloak hood um and a very feral uh war painted up Aerith, who looks like she's about ready to fucking murder somebody <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, interestingly enough, uh, of note, uh, roses mm -hmm. um, will not come with you. Figured. Uh, instead, roses appears to be uh, heading slightly down south. Okay. Uh, not not very far. Like really, like probably about maybe a half a day to a day's travel mm -hmm. at your speed, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, like down to the south, uh, to what remains of the small elven village that was there yeah uh, and he is essentially going to start living there got it um bear in mind that elven village is pretty damn close to desolate right now mm -hmm. so he's effectively just doing the same thing he did with your home there yeah right now makes sense yeah but um you all would wind up meeting up together uh, to go deal with the Pit Fiend. Uh, and how that turns out, we will not go into, because, um, well, that would be a good one-shot. So we're not doing that right now. <laughs> level 20 one-shot. Um, <laughs> that is... You're going to have to level messy properly now on my sheet. <laughs> you may have to. There's an entire package of... like There's an entire thing of archived characters that have no worries. Yes. Yeah. 
I've already leveled up three. <laughs> um, Cause I'll have to actually build Earth out too. Fuck yeah. You may have to. Oh yeah. I, I can handle at least some of it, but yeah. Oh, I, I got this. I already got the plan in my head. Um, sorry, I was holding my breath to see how Houdini reacted. <laughs> yep. It's very, very important things. Very tense. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but then after like that is fighting you. You went Okay. Uh, after that, like I mentioned, Gale is going to be off and on. Well, as far as like over the the next period of time, not including anything else that Gale gets invited to or people want Gale to show up at. Um, big highlights for what Gale's doing post campaign uh, include finding the essentially the the child of fear and uh uh making sure that uh that he knows who the fuck that is uh because gail's going to be intimately involved in that child's upbringing watching them so very shit. very closely <laughs> so there are some very interesting things that would definitely come about from the uh the aspects that begin to reemerge. um first off anyone who spends the majority of their time reading or looking into history would find that books are coming back into circulation that mention things in history that's definitely you guys don't remember happening so there are Rudy little things that. that get put back into history like the books to start reappearing um and also people begin to be able to understand the fact that the aspects exist and the artifacts exist. Which is different from how it was normally because you guys, remember, weren't able to remember them. You you could not talk about them. People are able to start talking about them as it goes on. Basically, this because the cycle took too long to restart, it all started. Well, because, so the, the cycle restarted, and this is something that you would be able to like, again, this is kind of like background stuff. Um, the elves who are responsible for all that stuff and acting as like the guardians or the teachers or what have you for the aspects, mm -hmm. um, they allow uh, everybody else to start understanding what's happening again and effectively lift the veil that was put over the artifacts themselves Ooh. and the people. Okay. So the lack uh -huh. of understanding you guys had with the language and talking about them, that was just how the the magical effect that was put on them worked. They were not supposed to be understood, they're not supposed to be talked about, and that's why you guys could discuss them. But with the cycle restarting, people are allowed to talk about it now. Uh, also, they would be very not willing to let you, Gail, be involved in the child's upbringing. <laughs> Gail would absolutely kill any of them that tried to get in his way. I I, under, <laughs> I, I definitely understand it that. It would not go well. It is, it's one, this is one of those things where there's, it is very much a situation where they're like, we let the kid live this long as a normal kid. Mm -hmm. And at a certain point, we take them and they are taught mm -hmm. what they are and how they're supposed to Mm -hmm. Leave the kid alone. <laughs> and that's basically it. It's like, look, you have 10 years, leave the kid alone. Yeah. 
Gail would would not. He wouldn't spill the beans. There would be no spilling of the beans. Like, hey, you got like superpowers coming, kid. Be ready, you're a fucking wizard, Harry. Um, it would be more like he would be keeping an eye on the kid very closely. So the moment that that happens, Gail essentially is going to info dump on this fucking kid. Like, hey, this is what they're going to do. This is what this is. When you're done with whatever the fuck this is, contact me. I can help you. However, if you choose to not contact me, I will fucking find you. Oh my god. Gail, can you not threaten a child? Uh, that's not how that works. Again, it would be... I would like to think that the way that Gail would approach kind of being around the kid is essentially he would... He would essentially make his presence known. He would be that weird, like it would be an it would be a Ben Kenobi type of thing. You would know of this weird, like guy, because again, Gale can make himself look like anybody. Yeah, it would be it's this more weird like you guy keep cropping up, but you don't mm-hmm. stay. Yeah, this weird old dude that just like lives in the woods and just is like randomly around and shit like that, and really likes deer. Um, would just be randomly around, and it's essentially like, like hey, this is what you are. I know. A lot about what this is. They're gonna keep stuff from you. Contact me when you're up. Okay. That. Um, I will keep that in mind for the future. Yeah. Um. Dea and Maddie were going to save you for last. I do have a couple scenes that would take place within a year, like before the wedding. Okay. Um, because she. If you don't mind, because uh, I'm impatient. Then um, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise we can save like the the rest for last. But she would want to like talk with talk about a little bit about uh, this would probably happen within a month or two of uh, coming back because she would be like, "You're planning like you're planning on staying, right? Like I want you to 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 live here." <laughs> I'm not really much of a sailor anymore. I don't have a crew. I don't have a ship. So it's unlikely that I'll be leaving anytime soon. Well, could have a family here. That would be fine. And I kind of imagine that, like, maybe, like, Kind of Maddie's off in the the kitchen, like cooking. So she kind of thinks about it, and she's like, "I know you mentioned before having a love of your life, but were you ever married?" Hmm? <laughs> Wait, are you asking me? You talk? Asking no, me? it's Hitakna. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like I, I never worked up the the courage to actually ask. I was married, yes. Once upon a time. Uh it would. It was good. It was a, it was a pleasant marriage, and we were happy. But all things come to an end. Eventually. 
It was it was no one's fault, but she eventually passed away, and that was it. And that's why you went sailing. Yes. It was easier to just stay away from the land. I saw too much of her and everything around me. I guess she doesn't really have anything else to say about that. She just kind of... Dear, I can't hear you from my box. <laughs> Maybe you should turn me on in Discord. <laughs> that was have you an ever, echo. Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> she doesn't really have anything else to, like, say towards that. She just kind of offers comfort, I guess. Um... I'm sure that one day you will find your own happiness. I'm sure of it. But I found her and I I don't think that I'll be moving on past her at any point. Of time. Well, I'm sure I will. <laughs> you know, just kind of put her, put an arm around your shoulder and just kind of do this the side hug thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else aside from the big things? Um. Well, a few months after that is when she would go have. Uh, the conversation I told you about. That's that's a big thing. Should, should that be later? Okay, we can say yes, that. Yes, that should be later. Okay. Anything even tangentially related to? Okay. Yeah, to, 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 sure. the, to, the, to the wedding show. Okay. We'll do that later. Uh, Maddie. Sorry, I mute myself because I don't know where the, how the echo is happening, even though I lower my. I don't know. Head. I don't know. I'm sorry if you hear it, though. Ah! <laughs> I don't hear anything. You're good. It's probably gonna happen again. Oh, um, you're fine. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily know. She's kind of, um... Well, I mean, she would stay probably in the bakery for a little bit because she's been homesick lately. Um, I think when the, the Pit Bean mission happen this is my weird question like would there have been any um asimars at the time that have been captured similar to Bieren's case um so there would not be any more asimar that were captured <laughs> like Bieren. <laughs> why do you hate Bieren so much <laughs> I can't put into words why I hate him. 
It's just something deep and visceral in in my body that hates him so much. Do you hate I don't know if it's Golden me or Rose. <laughs> no, because he's not one. He's an annoying little man. I love dogs. No, he's an annoying, dogs. handsome man. He's annoying because he's dumb. Dumb as fuck. And that's coming from seven intelligence. <laughs> you know you fucked up. There's only one below you. <laughs> that's too low. <laughs> I'm the limit. Everyone else? No. So, in the, in the, I would say, actually, no, no, I'll, I'll take back what I said. I will say, for right now, we'll leave that up in the air. Okay, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just like to essentially think that was the reason why that happened would be the, um, the organization that I mentioned, um, a while to you about. Yes. Uh, you, so. uh, Maddie wanted to start working on an organization for Asimar. Mm-hmm. Which, if I recall correctly, attended. Um, you, we eventually kind of came up with the, the name Host of Asimars, ensuring Vigilance Against Neglect, or Haven. <laughs> it's a good name! <laughs> I like it. Um, uh, yeah. So, would that become, like, Maddie's hobby, or is this like the thing that Maddie starts working on for a good chunk of her life? I feel like it would be a good chunk, to be honest. Okay. I mean, uh, because that she mostly kind of stays um, at the Lucky Sapphire to like cook, this is something to keep her occupied, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. So, at the very least, it won't like have her feel disconnected with. Um, her family as much. So. Gotcha. So that that would eff effectively become your uh, Maddie's passion project. Yes. Um, to, to create organizations and smaller branch organizations that are effectively uh, helping Asimar and other Asimar learn who they are and wh who they came from. Uh, to help make sure they cannot be taken advantage of by other beings. Mm -hmm. That's fair. All right. Uh, is there anything else that Maddie would start to, to work on? Mm -hmm. No, I I think that's about it. She's just staying at either at home or work at the Lucky Sapphire occasionally. But yeah, that's about it. Alright, uh, Erudite. Hello. Um, um, what would Erudite uh, start to work on towards the very uh, beginning of their retirement? So the first thing she would do is she would find somebody who's good with words. Like a bard or something. Who's a, like a good writer. And she would collaborate with them on... Uh, basically, essentially, like, the adventures of Fortune's Blade. She can't write for shit. Or she can write, but she's a technical writer. It wouldn't be very good. So she would hire someone so that she could, like, tell them to. And she would make certain changes. Um, she... I was going to initially say that she doesn't mention the artifact stuff at all. 
But if they're, like, letting it be out there, if she notices that, then she would probably include that in her book. To a certain extent. When, when, when Erudite contacts a different bard, Ro, how do you react? Ro is not a wordy bard. <laughs> Ro kind of, like, sees it happening and is like, venturing with somebody for years and then all of a sudden oh, I'm not good enough. <laughs> Rose, that a writer? It's, you know, I can be whatever I need to be, but <laughs> I mean, sorry. If she sees that, she would ask Rose to help. Rose would immediately be like, oh no, I can't write for shit. But I would have liked to have been asked. You know, I travel around with a bard for all these years. All of a sudden you're all I talking know. to some other bard? I just, I just you bring them into our home? <laughs> I'm sorry, Ro. I can't I believe just... you. I'm sorry. Oh, looks at the other bar and is like, home wrecker. And walks <laughs> <laughs> He writes it down. <laughs> I make Ro sound really awesome. I make Ro Writer sound... is six feet tall. She I do. She was seven feet tall. The tallest of us all. <laughs> I will say the very notable change, because she won't even tell this, to, like, the actual name to... Um, the very notable change she makes is Haru name Haru's name changes to something else. Cause she's not stupid. <laughs> uh um obviously things are obviously shifted around in terms of like importance and whatnot. Um but she tries to be fairly truthful. This is Christ Connor. Sorry. Uh she tries to be very truthful, obviously, but she protects people who need to be protected and whatnot. Um, but yeah, if the art, if she notices that the artifacts are being, like, able to be talked about, she will include that in her story as well. Because it's part, it's a big part of her story specifically, so, like, it makes sense to include it. She was not going to include it initially because you couldn't talk about it, but now you can, so, hey. Gotcha. That's, like, her very first thing. <laughs> I'm going to point out. Um, there is a period every month that everyone knows about bro, for about four days she does not seem to sleep she does not seem to do anything but work like there's no sleeping or whatever because she uses the magic coffee and then at one point she uses the necklace to sleep and then she comes back and uses the magic coffee again so it's just a four page work to everyone else it looks like she's just doing straight work for like 96 straight hours she is getting sleep in there just no one realizes it Um, so, past, past the book, um, what else would, uh, Erudite begin to work on? Uh, after that, uh, she is going to start the process of her schools. It would be called the Osteroth, uh, Academy of Learning. Um, and she would start off in Odela, probably. I mean, most mm -hmm. definitely, obviously. Uh, probably somewhere in Cersane, if she can convince the governor to let her have that. It would not. It would not take very much in the way of convincing to get um, uh, Governor uh, Kirik to Honestly. permit you to, ha yeah. to have a uh, to have yeah. an actual uh, school in the in Sersane itself. There's really no convincing, and honestly, Sersane's a lot more lenient when it comes to um, schooling and other places of education. Now, the big question for me, which I don't think I ever got a definitive answer on. Okay. Is this going to be magic schooling or is it just schooling? 
it would be magic schooling where it would be permitted. If it's not permitted to have magic schooling, it would just be regular. Okay. She would, she would adjust it to where... She would adjust it to where if a place does not want magic schooling, she will not have magic schooling in there. Okay. So that make, that'll actually make uh, other other locations a lot easier to have um, them be presents. I will say there are still at a certain point... Yes, Jason? Question. Do yes. they have a very interesting and select exchange program with other schools on other continents? So I would imagine an exchange program could be entirely done. Um, the, the problem mm. immediately arises any of the locations where they're like, no, you don't get to teach magic. Because yeah. Erudite, first off, the presence of multiple schools would not be an issue initially. But as the years go on, the world starts to change. Mm -hmm. And eventually people are able to send messages to each other pretty quickly, in some cases without magic. And that's... Mm -hmm. um, it's... Simultaneously, really great, and reporting has become amazing. Um, but there's also an issue. Your school is known. Mm -hmm. They know about the Osteroth school. Which means they know that in some places, they're teaching magic there. So the places where they don't want you teaching magic, there's immediately the question of, how do we know that you're not going to still teach magic, even though we say, don't do it. So... While yeah. certain locations, actually, Tioge for one, they will be okay with you doing just pure education. They would not care. There are some locations, though, where they have a bit more of a grip on the teaching of magic uh, or have a bit more of a staunch view against magic, mm -hmm. where, to be honest, they don't even let you have a normal school because they are so worried that you are going to still teach magic even though you say you won't. Where would that be specifically? There are sections of Bacretia where it's not allowed. Okay. There are specific sections of Alwax where it's not allowed. I will say. Yep. Um, her goal is to literally just have one on each continent. So if, so, if it's limited to certain spots, she would just avoid those spots. Yeah, okay, that's that's fair. So, like, you would ultimately be able to get at least a school mm -hmm. or a academy on each continent, definitely. But there are some spots where you can't put it anywhere near it at all. That is fair and valid. And, I mean, she... I will say, the thing she brought up with her level 20, like, when she went up to level 20, is I did bring up her charisma up by two. So she is better at talking to people now. That's good. Then she used to be like her Christmas is sixteen now and started. Oh, as that's a good. It's actually yeah. pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, in, she in learned, the case of she asked in the case of, for help in talking to people, <laughs> literally. In the, in the case of schooling, yeah, it, it's you're okay up until a certain point. In which case, you would actually probably see a few of your schools get closed down. Okay. That's because fine. they were in spots where they eventually learned. This school also teaches magic in other places, and they would they would either shutter your school or burn the school down. Okay, that that would hurt her a little bit. Yeah, I I figured it would, but I have to it bring it up. It's a possibility no, in some locations. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, Warridge is a little weird about 
your school? <laughs> uh, actually, if she was going to have a class, a school in the south, it would be closer to Valecrest, to be fair. That's fair. But I mean, like, Warridge, you don't get as many kids from Warridge, really. That's um, valid. It's a little, they're a little weird about it, but a lot of them do talk about Roe when, <laughs> when they do come from Warridge. Um, aside from the schools themselves, though. By the way, yes, Jace, um, uh, exchange programs are completely doable. Mm -hmm. A lot easier on the schools that have magic, though. Yep. Because then you can just have a portal. Yep. Oh. Um, I was good. I actually was more for the idea of smuggling magically gifted kids out of awful countries that don't allow them to practice it and getting them to places where they can. And that's, and that would definitely become some kind, some kind of a rumor in those schools that they're involved in some practices where children disappear, <laughs> and it's definitely a double-edged sword. I will yeah, tell you this. That's fair. On one hand, it brings up the image to people who are in the know that you are there to help and you're there to get people out of bad situations. But when people don't know, they see you as witches and wizards and warlocks that are stealing children. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so... The Ostroth schools definitely do get an interesting reputation, depending on where they are. I love that. Actually. Yeah, me too. I that's kind of how I wanted to handle. By the way, that's kind of how I wanted to handle this session for things like this. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wanted to talk it out between all of us because I know for a fact that we can kind of come up with some pretty, pretty great ideas. Yeah, so that's why yeah, I was yeah. cool with that. So the other thing, because yep. you meant okay, a couple things. Um, hmm, the other thing I wanted to do hmm. was you mentioned this, was essentially start a cult. Yeah. So there was another thing. Um, it's going to be a, like a big, your, a big... Your I'm deity, big... <laughs> which for for a heads up, campaign two, the deities are going to be going by different names. Um, uh, the deity that Erudite is responsible for or, or worships or Azagamond. Kind of was a... Mazenom. Amazonom, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I used to use the name of an enemy you guys haven't fought in years. I just realized. Yeah, that was Ozagamond. That, that was. Yeah. yeah. I think I put that at top that was the enemy I, from back on Danos. <laughs> yeah. I updated Dea's warlock scars that yeah. I showed you, and it's like, and that's Ozagamond. Yeah, it's like, like Amazonom. Amazonom. I apologize. It's okay. Amazonom. Amazonom. So. All right, thanks, guys. Since Mazanam is not a present deity, like the new deities who have shown up, we'll get into that. Um, or doesn't seem to be a present deity, and mm -hmm. is historically a deity that stopped existing. Your the religion's prevalence is not as big, which means by all definitions. The followers of Mazanom and the churches of Mazanom <laughs> are technically cults. It's a cult. Uh, because the definition of a cult is something that is not widely worshipped and is different from the norm. Yep. So by all means, that's a cult. 
Um, but it would start to spread. Yes. Can I make an addition to that? Because I wanted to do... Uh, you'll see what I'm going for when I say this. Is I wanted to also attach, like, archives to the churches. Uh, so, not like schools? Uh... I want to do it to no. the schools, to schools too, but I feel like it would be harder to do it with the schools because of the like Reputation. whole magic and not magic okay. thing and all that. Yeah. yeah. So and I it's, could... so it's less of a cult then, and it's, more of like an organization. It's that has a cult attached is, to it. Well, that's the thing. You still have a religious aspect to it, which means it's a cult, but they're a cult that is definitely still storing information. Okay. Which is cult... a, it's simultaneously a good and bad thing. It's like so the, it's like the, it's almost like a cobalt soul that's type what of thing, I was but they have a deity. Going for. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually yeah. what I was going for. Which is, thank you, James. Which is yeah, very, it's you. it's a very interesting idea, and I will say that there's there will definitely be archives, but um, they're associated with your your religion more than anything. Right. Um, but also, um, as with any place like that, uh, you realize very quickly you have to limit. Who could go in there? Uh-huh. You re realize that almost immediately because books disappear. Yeah, Rudy Rudy would know that without like even like realizing that because that's just like she knows what she would do if she was given to access to a library like that. So like she's not she would probably yeah, yeah she so... would, it would definitely be limited to like people and yeah. It's literally like it's cobalt soul vibes was what I was going for. So these these uh archives of the cult of Amazonam will will appear in a few locations um and they are very much you don't get to come in unless we say you need to come in mm -hmm. um in some cases it would require some kind of a i don't know if it's like a profrage or like a donation like you would donation have to give money in mm -hmm. some cases to to enter in others you already need to prove it you need to be like you either need to be a worshiper or go through like gotta, an interview process or you gotta like yes, you have to have an interview process, or you need to outright do something for us for before you even consider by Um so there is definitely a bit of a closed door policy to these archives. Um, but they do wind up storing quite a bit of information, especially over only a period of about 30 years. Um, with the assistance of a semi there deity, as your following begins to grow in size, um, finding older information becomes more of an more of a possibility. Curiosity, Cotter, since there are more followers and stuff, does my necklace become any more powerful? So the power of the necklace itself would change, definitely. Um, the biggest thing is the the amount of time that you can kind of start to hold on to in the necklace starts to rise. It starts to get more and more and more and more and more. Eventually, you're, you're, you have nearly, like, by the time we hit 30 years from now, you'd be able to store about a week. dangerous for Rudy. Wow. It's extremely dangerous. But the the recharge time never changes. It's always a month. But that's it's fine. Always a month. But she it's has always like a month. But it means that you have about a week that week. you can start and stop at will. But it also means that this is an extremely extremely powerful object that come come your death there's one or two things that's going to happen to that thing. It's going in the vault. It's either going in Gail's vault or no, someone's going... stealing it immediately. Rudy, Rudy would probably, once she knows about Gail's vault, she would like work out a plan with Gail. 
because yeah everybody knows about the vault yeah, dale is not secretive to fortune's blade about the vault and is essentially also going hey help me collect this shit and it's a thing about the vault and this is kind of a known thing it's not about keeping it out of the hands forever because nothing's ever going to be able to stay there forever it's more it's just, about the idea of there's no more having two apocalyptic events happening at the same time we're not fucking doing that again and it's about knowing that these things exist and when one of them goes missing we know, know what to look for and stop it before it gets really fucking bad bro or jill i was i was like me <laughs> um so the i have a question about rudy's necklace so it can store like at the end it has like a week of time you can freeze. Yeah. Do you have to use in, in like one continuous burst or can you use like a week over a You have to while? do it in 8 hour periods. Okay. So like you can like at least 8 hour periods at least. Mm -hmm. So you can stop it for a day, but there's no such thing as stopping it during a fight really briefly and then restarting mm -hmm. after like a round. That's not something you can do. Yeah, I was just making sure it wasn't like every time you use it, you have to freeze time for a week. You're yeah. stuck in there, bud. You got a week but, in there. <laughs> fun fact. Fun fact. With that, when that ha when that starts, like when it gets to that point, it's like Rudy never sleeps. It looks like because there comes a point where it looks like Rudy just basically never sleeps because there's like seven days where she can just like it's like there's like so there's like 20, 28 day period. So there's like two days that she sleeps. The rest of the time, it does not look like she sleeps. So there'd be there'd be about 21 rest periods that you could store in that thing by the end of it. So yeah. there would be maybe a week in a month where you're oh, like, no, oh, she she's the, sleeping. She has the oh, magic. Oh, yeah, the coffee too. Yeah, with the coffee. It's, it's not, it I'll also, I'll, I'll also point out, uh, it's it's not the coffee is magic, it's the container. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but the coffee, the coffee also, you can stay up an extra eight hours. Yes, but it's not magic. It's just really no, strong I know. coffee. But she uses the coffee, like she uses, like she like makes her time all like so she can like get away with like. She's got a spreadsheet in... to keep track of her time. Yeah, basically. She does. She does. Um, so yeah, by the end of it, like, it you you just don't sleep. I sleep. Like, I just don't sleep. Visibly. I sleep, but no one knows I sleep. <laughs> um. Uh, the last thing is like she's very much a traveler so like she'll like keep eyes over schools and stuff so she travels a lot but like she still stays with alice they don't get married marriage is not in the cards unless alice wants it rudy does not care and i don't think marriage alice wants is marriage is not really something that alice doesn't like but it's not something that she actively pursues. yeah but she stays with alice Yeah, in the next thirty years, yeah, Gail and Earth do get bound. Don't, it would be would be married. there. Don't worry. Yeah, we're predicting this at the wedding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rudy, Rudy, um, Rudy. Yeah, but she's not a marrying type. Uh, she might adopt a kid. I haven't decided. I feel like she does, but like it happens like when she's like in her mid thirties to early forties. When when she's experienced the joy <laughs> of children from one of her other teammates, she's like, yeah, oh. <laughs> she does it, and it's like, and it's not a yeah. baby, joy. it's not a, it's They're not toys. a baby. 
I will say. Kids are gross. You know how we met that, that one thing where like smuggling the magically gifted kids? <laughs> yeah. It's one of those kids that's like an orphan. She adopts, it's like eight to 10. That's Aww. what she does. <laughs> like a rowdy 16 year old who's ready to throw down at all times <laughs> like you're my kid now am i it is it is not a stigmata it is a stigma stigmata is the oh right <laughs> stig stig stigmata is the hole through the hand sorry S stigma no i, I like, apologize it's like you have I, to it have was, stigmata it's one of those words in. where like my brain yeah. what like my brain mixes it up in my head <laughs> I just, I saw it and I had to say something. Hold on, let me correct myself. But yeah, Ipes Out has holes in the hands, just for clarity. That That's how you know they're a part of the school. They have fucking stigmata. But uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's everything. To, welcome to the rest of your life. Stigmata. Um, that's everything with Rudy, actually. That was the last of it. She also makes spells for her friends, which I will at some point make before the next campaign because they will also be like released into the world, so that you I... can. Ha That's why I will make them with Connor so that he approves of the spells. So. Yeah. I think you should make um... some of the ritual spells. No reason. <laughs> oh, there will be some ritual spells. There are, there are almost certainly going to be a few ritual spells actually. Because Rudy does like specialize in like ritual shit too. Yeah. Remember mm -hmm. that. <laughs> um. Bro. The last time, I wasn't expecting it to go around <laughs> to get to me. It's going to. Again? Uh, works. Surprise. Don't worry, Jill. It'll happen again and again and again. That's a lot of commitment. <laughs> I can't keep doing this. We gotta get rid of turn order completely. Um, okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. I have a list of things that I wrote down because I'm a psychopath. Go ahead. Um, oh, that's fair. So, I mean, like, the first things first that I don't need to play out is, like, Rowan Demos vibing. Um, mm -hmm. At some point, and again, don't need to play out. There's an arm wrestling rematch at some point. At some point. I don't know when, how, why, where, who wins. <laughs> The wedding. That's how you decide whose last wedding. name you take. <laughs> it's fair. Um, okay, and then this is the first big one. Uh, at some point, after everything calms down, probably... I don't know how long this would be. I have no concept of time. Uh, Ro gets in contact with Barrett mm -hmm. and, like, goes back to, like, Warridge and is, like, trying to figure out how to get him help because, like, man's is fucked. Um, it's just kind of like a I don't blame you, you're good we're gonna find you therapy or something, I don't know, I'll pay for it um, she at some point tracks her mom down uh, another one shot, right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> I won't read the rest of my thing then, though. Because that's a, that's I'm gonna kill on. my mom! <laughs> actually, in in italics, I do have doesn't actually kill her mother. Um, so we'll see about that. Also, the hag. Ro the wants hag to hunt down the hag. 
Hack is also a problem. So there, yeah. Roa Ro, turns out actually has a few unsettled debts. Um, yeah. Thankfully, yeah, Roa has a very long life. There was a there was a hag. Oh, there's also the Prince in Chains that's still present somewhere on. Uh, oh, that's yeah. That's hey, gotta we got four, handled. baby. We got four. Combat one um, shots. Let's fucking go. Yeah, that's great. Perfect. Um, so yeah, Ro, first off, um, in regards to Barrett, um, so therapy and mental well-being is beginning to become more of a thing that gets dealt with. So you, you likely would be still somewhat aware of the, uh, the, the, the director of the Hair Fact Asylum, um, who is both the the man who, you know, it's it's where some of the the folks from the Blue Clothes get sent. Um, it's also where, uh, you know, uh, a certain a certain changeling was sent. If you guys don't recall, mm-hmm. um, the ideas behind mental wellness and therapy kind of start to change a little bit more, and they will change noticeably over the next thirty years. Um. The biggest thing is um, there are more ideas and uh, the director will kind of start to become the the lead, at least here on Tersane, of the ideas on proper therapy. Uh, especially for individuals like Barrett, who uh, would be categorized as he has post-traumatic stress disorder. He has post-traumatic stress disorder because essentially due to magical circumstances. Um, and it's a lot of talking and a lot of working their way through problems that they have, um, but it's not as simple as casting a spell. Um, that's the most interesting thing that's come up through the presence of psychology in the world now. Um, you can heal magical damage, but mental damage doesn't go away as easily. Um... Even even spells that inflict some kind of an insanity or a madness, that's fine. You can get rid of that. You can't get rid of the impact it had. Um, Ro, at, at, with the, the Barrett situation, she would kind of be like behind the scenes have a foot in every door being like, y'all aren't going to like electrocute his brain, are you? Because that would be fucked. That's stupid. Why would you do that? That doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, you, just kind of be like, maybe yeah. he should try talking about it. And then Ro has yeah. the revelation of like, maybe I, mm, wait a minute, do I need therapy? <laughs> yeah. And and the, and the, and fairness to the, the director of Fairfax, he has a, a pretty, a pretty, not lenient, but progressive thought on the matter. Um, and you start, you'd actually start to see that less people who are more so just a little off get, are allowed into the asylum because you had a feeling that his father and his father and his grandfather before him, they, they had to allow in people who were just weird or didn't fit in or, or just normal women. Like unfortunately did happen in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see the, the, the new director, he's kind of like ushering them out, making sure they don't come in because it's just not, necessary there are some people who would need help but if it's just someone who's a little 
different. It's just a matter of getting people to understand them. In which case, he offers services of, you know, smaller therapies, but nothing that requires permanent residence. Ro at some point does get therapy, but that's neither yeah. here nor there. Oh. That's good. They <laughs> really need it. one shot. The therapy one shot. Perfect. <laughs> this is no, it's a group therapy one shot. <laughs> it's a group makes there is a there is sand involved. There's, yeah. There's an old uh Silent Hill protagonist go to therapy video from like way back in the internet days. And it just <laughs> I think made I know me exactly think of, what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking James my favorite holiday is Tuesday. Therapist's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Tuna juice tastes delicious. She's like, okay, get the fuck out. There's no helping you, sir. (laughs) Fucking James. Terrible human being. Looking at my list and seeing what's important and what's just me like. (laughs) I'm going to write everything down. So Uh. I will, I will say. There is one thing that definitely does happen, I'd say probably a few years after Ro retires. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no longer, like, this is after the one-shots. Um, the gun disappears. <laughs> I lost two guns! <laughs> I got a daughter out of Actually, I will say more accurately, it is stolen. <laughs> Someone breaks True. into Ro's house and the gun is stolen. Now the one-shot! Ro has, <laughs> has a literal like pinboard of like who the fuck could have broken into my house? I got who did this? <laughs> so who in campaign two has it? Who has my who's my gun? I can't tell you. Jesus, that. if someone in campaign two has that, like I, what if I, I, I cannot tell you that information. <laughs> oh, someone has that gun. Someone has that gun. Uh fuck. You have to fight someone with that gun. Oh shit! <laughs> down, down. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how well that'll. That won't go well for him, knowing the knowing what I know of the campaign two crew, and that's not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I probably know the most out of everyone in this group. It will go very badly. <laughs> They'll get lit the fuck up. I'm mad on Bro's behalf. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I know it has to happen at some point. It does get stolen. F's in the chat, guys. F's in the chat. F's in the chat for whoever stole it, because... <laughs> you know that the, the, the slug assassin, or like the snail assassin meme? That's yeah. Ro, except she moves at normal speed. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She She's moves following you. She's five feet less than normal. Yeah. <laughs> well, normal halfling speed. But she has persistence. Mm-hmm. She has. She also has a dragon. And a dragon. Listen. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you have to be independent. <laughs> I can do this. Just Demos the image of Demos going. Life for a little bit. <laughs> do you want me to help you find it? No. 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 I can do this I myself. Have, I have Walk to. Walk ten this. feet out the door. It's so hot outside. <laughs> I want to go. Actually, that does lead to the question: Where do you set up? Um, because like everyone else so far, we kind of know. I asked you that. Yeah, I think in my mind's eye, I see Ro in like a 
a little nice little cottage slash cabin on like a high like cliffside just because it's really idyllic and really nice it's what she deserves and a um, good sniper's roost <laughs> uh-huh i gotta be able to see from above i can see everything mm -hmm. um that's an unintentional thing that Ro does. She's like, I just wanted to be high up. Why did I want... Oh. I was literally a cat. <laughs> Fuck. This was for dominance. Shit. I um, have the high ground. Gotta have it. Gotta have um, the high ground. But I don't know. Probably somewhere near Warridge. Not, not like in Warridge proper because... Yuck. Um, who wants to move back to their hometown? Um, so somewhere in the zone. <laughs> no, listen, my home. Well, would I move? No. Well, no. Well, um, well, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, somewhere around Warge. You, you're in prime visiting zone of the estate. <laughs> That reminds me, Connor. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry, Joe. Uh, I just, I just wanted to ask really quick, uh, because of Warage and 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 that reminds me. Uh, Eterius, is that facility still there? Nope. <laughs> cool. Nope. Uh, <laughs> building of the facility stopped pretty pretty quickly after um, you know, everything that happened in Vermune. Fun fact: that's where Rudy's first school is. Taking over the side I'll of the old this? facility. Yes, it's mine now. It's so already half a building there. You just... Exactly. Well, it's if mine. nobody's using it, <laughs> you may need now. to completely rebuild the foundation. Oh yeah, because there That's is fine. no way that thing is structurally sound anymore. It's a symbolic thing. It's fine. There's still a vault in there. The vault. I'm talking about like the slab that that thing was like built on. Is there that is not stable? No, there was an explosion, it's not safe, yeah. but there's still a vault down there. Yeah, yeah, it's a symbolic thing, it's fine. Anyway, continue, Jill. I'm sorry. Long term row gardens, she has a vegetable garden. That's I thought about that. That's written down. That's that was important enough for me to write down. Um, gardening tips oh. from Earth. <laughs> yeah, uh. Mechanically, how much would it cost for Ro to get a tattoo for um, Arcane Tunnel? God, that's an expensive. <laughs> just curious, just yeah, for, hold on. I'm hypothetically, like, I'd say I'd say God, that's going to be expensive. Also, you know that you can afford it. Yeah, yeah. But it's like Connor, you're literally also talking a to a character who literally has unlimited money. Yeah, and a gold dragon husband who can yeah. find. You can you can afford this. Yeah. Um, the cost of how many uses per day? Um, I kind of settled on like is three too many or not enough? Two, Up to you, three? I don't care. I like three just because you okay. can get in, get out, and stop at the gas station for the third one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, Would you also want to dispel tattoo so that way you can? Ooh, a dispel tattoo with also three, three charges. charges. Just in case you make an oops. Three. Dispel is also a like... fourth level spell, right? You can make it fourth level. Uh, it's a third level. You have to make it spell. Okay. You would have to I make it a fourth level. Spells. You would have to I make it fourth every... level, though. Because otherwise, Ro would be rolling literally every time. That's true. 
So we don't want to be rolling in that case. Shit. The flat cost of the tattoos, it's like twelve. Mm -hmm. It's like twelve thousand gold. Oh, only okay. Why <laughs> do I bother? <laughs> You've created a monster in this game. I know. Uh, bear in mind, every time you cast the spell, you do have to give up money. Oh no! Oh my god! I'll break your fucking kneecaps. <laughs> It's too late. The game's over. Nico, Nico, Nico. I don't have knees anymore. You? I no, you, them. you, Jill, you have knees. No. Mm -mm. I gave them away. Yeah. This is a I don't threat. know what this means. I was like, I don't know what this exchange it hasn't been established right in sure. game yet. I think he's going to vacuum seal your kneecaps. I'm going to vacuum seal your kneecaps. <laughs> If you can find them, I don't have them. Uh, so, um, what else would Ro do? Uh, she just makes sure her dad is like set up wherever he wants to be, uh, whether that be in Warridge or like wherever. Um, yeah. So I will say, uh, of note, um, your father would absolutely like pop by at least every other day to to talk to you, <laughs> as you are you are his daughter. Uh, and Opus would pop by occasionally. Um, it's more so like monthly in the case of Opus, because Opus does a lot. Of traveling, pop by to to speak with you and 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 essentially just just talk and relax. Um, and every time you bring up the idea of being their mother, they will immediately tell you no. <laughs> Ro does introduce Opus to her dad as, this is your granddaughter. No. <laughs> it is, it's, it's true. And it's and the problem is that your father immediately goes along with the joke, uh, and Opus keeps going against the joke. It's not a joke, it's real life. This is real life. Uh, yes, yes. Just fantasy. I, I want to point out something, Jill. You yeah. said you put your house on the top of a hill. Like a like a mountain cliff. You're gonna make your old father climb a hill. Listen, the first time the first time he goes, Rose like, do you Arcane tunnels him up to the <laughs> Just buy him a horse? No. Buy him an automatic carriage. An autonomous carriage. We could call it a car. I know some people who yeah. might be able to help with that. Getting um, I was I was honestly about to make a joke about like a, an automated like rickshaw that just travels up the up the mountain. It's a ski lift. It's a ski lift. <laughs> <laughs> no, even better. It's a rickshaw done by a uh, an automaton that looks almost exactly like uh, Opus. It's like Opus's brother that's running the rickshaw everywhere. It's we all in the family. Something simple it's... like either a horse. No, no, this is more complicated. Um, but yes, your your it's father will need you know, some way to get up there at some point. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Um, underneath the dad setup thing, I have helps Opus do whatever it is she wants to do, but that's handled. Yep. Um. Uh, bu 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 bu. the last thing I have written down for uh the early 
years is uh Ro genuinely consults Avaro on like dating a dragon questions in the early stages. So you're like, I just what if I say like is there like a secret word I shouldn't say? What if I say something and it's wrong and I die? Is that is that a problem I should be looking out for or well, the biggest thing you, the biggest thing you do is you don't ask to ride on them? Like like they're like they're a horse. I wasn't planning on that. I should probably I'm gonna tell Daya that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> um I mean there are no real words that are like not good to say. Don't be racist. Don't be racist. What what is happening? <laughs> this is not the conversation I thought was gonna be happening here. I thought you were gonna be giving me wise sage advice. There's no real there's no real sage advice. They're just people. They're older. I know, but it's you know, I don't it, We're gonna be seeing a lot of each other. They like fancy gifts. They like fancy gifts, just like everybody else. Me too. Anyway. Uh me and you, we're gonna become friends because we're both gonna be alive for forever. Bye. Okay. Besties. Besties. Everyone in the group Besties. that Avro could have gotten stuck with. I think Ro is probably the one he wanted least. Besties. It's good. And that's, I think that's the basics. Basically. Yeah. Alright. Um. Jess. Sorry, I still don't Perfect. get good at an attack. But I still don't get good at an attack here, so apologies. Um, I've been cutting in and out this entire time. Uh, oh. So the very first thing Mercy does is she gathers Belle. And she starts going to each merchant prince in the south of Pacusha. And she starts essentially... Do you know how um, the Bill of Rights in England was signed? Essentially, uh, a bunch of the people came forward and said, I only know America history. Uh, essentially, they said, uh, sign this or we start a revolution. Um, and that's essentially what Mercy's doing to all the Mojin princes as a, we are not letting our country fall into the same state it was. It is ridiculous that we had two world-ending scenarios happen in this country because you guys let us be so divided and you guys were in this country so fucking poorly. We're not doing that again. And and in all honesty, um, it almost certainly results in several bloody conflicts. Uh, because there are merchant princes who either don't agree to the terms and don't really budge well, or there are ones who simply just don't want to give up their power. Um, and it does end in several bloody conflicts, um, which, with the aid of... Um, Mercy and York of Patriots that you you wind up kind of getting to come with you. Um, they they're almost always not one sided, but they're they're swift takedowns of of the merchant princes. Um, they they do not last very long. Um, mostly mostly because on some level, Bell starts actually actually giving tactical advice on what should be done. And the simplest answer for a lot of them is blitz attacks. Uh, bl blitz attacks. 
so basically, almost immediately after they say, no, we're not doing this, the attack starts then. So it's not that you, you show up and say, sign this or we, we have a revolution. It's sign this or the attack starts now. Um, which ha does also change the way it works because in, that, in, that, in those cases, some princes just start gearing up and armoring up immediately. Others come to you and say, hey, let's talk. <laughs> See, the unfortunate thing for them is because Mosi spent so long as a mercenary, unless they change their house, she has... They, she knows where they live. I know, she knows where they live, and some of them she knows the house's layout. Yes. Yeah, so there's... This is very much a losing situation for the, a lot of the merchant princes, and a vast majority of them will be either overthrown or killed. There are a few that go along with it because they see reason pretty quickly, either reason through financial reasons, uh, reason, reason through simple cowardice, um, or in some cases, reason through simple goodness. They understand that, yes, this is there is logic here. This makes sense. We need to do this. Um, but there is an unfortunate byproduct to all of this is that you do wind up creating several states. Pakrisha is not collective. They are not together. They are divided. Not hostile divided, but they're still different countries in one continent. Which is simultaneously good and bad in a way. It creates an a presence of bureaucracy, which Mercy would find obnoxious. Which I feel like that's a pretty fair assessment, right? Yeah, she would hate um, that so much. But it does also mean that a lot of folks are less likely to throw, like, to start fights. Because now, everyone's trying to either negotiate or just tariff one another instead of actually starting a war. I feel like while she's doing this, occasionally she will find a way to call Haru and go, could you tell me how to word this better? So that's actually something very interesting, and this is actually a detail that you all should know about Haru. And also, a detail for Campaign 2. Um... The crack in the sky never gets fixed. It can't be fixed. It is broken. It's permanent. Um, it also means that communication between planes is actually more doable. You can theoretically cast sending to a different plane. The only ones where there seem to be either some kind of a repair or some change that's made are the planes that are associated with dead people. So you can't talk to a dead person by casting sending anymore. It seems like it worked for a little bit, but you can't do it anymore. So you're not able to cast, you know, sending it to the boneyard and talk to your buddy Jimmy who just died. I know a Jimmy. Stop it. <laughs> Jim's not dead. Um, so, yeah, dead mortals, you can't really communicate with, well, uh, outsiders or, or celestials, fiends, stuff like that. You can still reach out to them using sending. Um, and during the time when she's doing all this, I feel like she also, uh, she can't do this directly, directly yet. She does two important things. One, she sends a group of, um essentially workers up north to begin to reform 
the city in the north. Um, because she is intending to make it something different, especially the underground portion. Uh, because that is going to become the essentially old god shrine. Or at least the first one, which Mercy's mission after this point is... She believes very strongly in second chances. The new gods are on their second chance. Our old gods haven't gotten that. So in order to ensure that they can have it, she's making sure that they aren't forgotten. Um, which means she does a lot of time doing a lot of research and worship. Yeah. And book collecting. And I will say the interesting thing is that when it comes to worship, there really isn't a huge shift. There, there is definitely a new, a new perspective towards the deities as the new gods are physically here. Um, but there's also a change in perspective from the new gods and the old gods. See, the old gods, worship was just that to them. It was worship. Um, the new gods are kind of predatory in a way. There is something about them where they... They know they need something from mortals. In Marx's case, he needs exchanges to happen. You're aware of this now. Um, but like, in others' cases, they need something else that's a little bit more bad, actually. Like, straight-up murder. There are gods that get what they want when a mortal dies. Uh, so, there are some new gods that are effectively predators they're they're hunting people which is unfortunate but it's a byproduct of them but with that said there are also other new new gods that are just there they are getting what they need just by mortals existing so it's not a big deal but they get what they need by you mortals existing and well that does mean that there is a little bit of a prey-predator dynamic. With the old gods, just worship. It's simpler, cleaner. There's less worry about what they might need. So, there is a bit of a change there, but the old gods are still worshipped. Yeah. Jace, when did you need to go again? Sorry. I don't... Yeah. 6.30. 6.30? Okay. The people talking in the kitchen and my mic keeps picking up pieces of it, so I keep having to mute. Um. Got it. Uh. At the same time, she's also going to send out a, uh, a message. Essentially going hey, I have a really weird thing. Um, I don't know if it's possible, but if there are people who are capable of doing this, I need a moving fortress. So, <laughs> that is effectively kind of a long-term project for Mercy. As Mercy kind of winds up needing a, a a giant dune crawler, 
for lack of a better term. This just like giant shredded vehicle that slowly moves across the desert. And Hell's Moving Castle. No, I want you to know, Jolly, literally the image I have in my brain. So yeah, and the the it ultimately becomes a, a massive artificing project. Um, which actually does attract a lot of attention back to Pakrisha. Because now you have a bunch of artificers trying to join up for this massive project, which all of them are all pretty excited about, <laughs> to be honest. It's interesting. Uh, these guys who really like working with mechanics and magic and magitech and stuff like that, you give them this really big project that's extremely complicated, and they just get excited instead of annoyed. It's this odd similarity you see in a lot of artificers. She's um, gonna put in a step, uh, a very important note. She's gonna go. Oh, it it needs a tree in the center, that can stay alive. Uh, that you probably would wind up turning to the green faith about. Yeah. To be honest with you, it would just be the easiest way of doing it. Probably an acacia. But she will begin the process, and this is all happening in the background while she is making her campaign because she is passing those duties off to other people. She is essentially starting the ball rolling and going, okay, you got that? Cool. I got to finish freeing this country from horrible mercantilism. You are delegating, you are delegating the, the, the work to other people who, who are best suited for the work. I will say probably at this point, because Jolly, you did mention it, and that is going to come up. Um, Joy and Melody are probably the two she turns to and hands off like, Joy, I love you. You're very stupid. Go help the builders in the north. Melody, please find me artifices. Or maybe the other way, because Melody is not a talker and Joy is. But he's so stupid. So the, the interesting thing is that um, Joy is... You actually kind of hit the nail on the head. Joy is probably best suited for finding more people. Um... Melody is best suited for uh, not actually uh, helping with the building. While they are sturdy, they're not a they're not a laborer. Um, they're actually probably a little better suited, more so in the pra practice of probably actually the war itself. Um, more so in in this in the act of scouting, uh, and then oh that's a kitty, um, and then. Um, there is Nerissa. My best friend. <laughs> See, Nerissa's in a very interesting circumstance for you, and you are aware of this. Because <laughs> Nerissa, um, well, she's got her family. She's very happy now. Um, See, the issue is that Nerissa is a murderer. Yeah. Nerissa is... The only thing Nerissa knows how to do and do really, really well is kill, kill people. Send her to Dea. <laughs> so, I don't think in an odd twist of circumstance, Nerissa would actually be best suited either in the war as an assassin or as a blue cloak. <gasps> I love that <laughs> This is... You kind of come to this realization suddenly and jarringly as you realize this person who cannot be anywhere else because they are not well, they are not necessarily liked, 
They're scary. They're dangerous. The only place you could put them is either in a fucking war or as an adventurer. That's it. Put them with black black milk. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Just put them in black sack. There's another. Yeah, oh, God. Uh, Mercy, there's another thing you're doing, isn't there? You're using that fortress to be the host for. The blue cloaks and Pacusha. There you go. Uh, that is the entire purpose of that fortress, is because Mercy, Mercy is still a Desnian, and she does not like being stationary. And I think she tries it for maybe a month while she's waiting for the fortress to be built, and goes, this is the worst thing I've ever done in my entire life. How does anyone do this? <laughs> so, you have Nerissa here. Uh, Joy's off getting more artificers. It's working pretty well, to be honest. Um... Melody is assessing in the war after the war effort as a scout. Again, working out pretty well. Um, builders, you just leave builders to their job. Simple as that. Um, we got Nursa here. <laughs> and what are you gonna do with her? She's staying with Mercy. She's staying with Mercy? Yeah, Mercy made okay. her Mercy told her she was gonna have a family. No, I know. But what are you doing with her? Is she going to be a blue cloak or are you going to send her into war as an assassin? Connor, which do you think she would enjoy more? (laughs) I mean... (laughs) you and I. She's okay with either, really. Well, the thing is, after the war is over, she will be an adventurer. While the war is happening, you know, having someone who can go in very quickly and quietly and just eat, eat. Yeah, gotcha. We also invented, we invented therapy, so she, she'll be okay. She can get therapy. Afterwards. <laughs> she'll need it. She will definitely need it. <laughs> yeah, no, she's, she's got re- that CPTSD, man. I'm not oh, gonna lie. No. Uh, when it's I, it's when a little I bit invented, more than just PTSD. No, when I made her, I described her as a yonderry personality type. She, she effectively has like an antisocial personality disorder. I need to tell you that no. uh, this is this relates to Narissa, so I'm gonna say it. Dea picks up the dream spell, and Narissa is one of the people she contacts frequently. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Narissa needs help, uh, but you know that eventually she'll be okay. But we'll do very well as an adventurer. There's no denying that. Especially since she has no real regard for her own life in the long run. Yes, <laughs> like most adventurers. So well. <laughs> um, and at the same time, she will also have Rose start working on something for her. Um, which is Mercy does not. Mercy will delegate a lot of things. There are a lot of things in her life she does not mind handing off the responsibilities for. Keeping the old gods alive is not one. But she also knows in her current lifespan that she's already lost five years of. That will not happen. So she is going to petition Roe to start working on a way to make her live longer. And she will that will be her job after after everything. She will continue to keep the old gods alive. And once they've come back, however long that may be, 
that is when she will let herself die. I will say there's an interesting uh, effect that you have by uh, introducing this essentially mass shrine or place of worship to the north. Uh, it does become something of a holy land in a way. Um, not just because of the presence of all the shrines, but also because there is a noted effect to it. Um, for whatever reason, the north of Patricia has historically had terrible droughts, um, terrible heat, um, a blisteringly cold environment. Um, it simply is inhospitable. But the the presence of this altar and the presence of what later becomes, uh, and Barca will be re renamed, we'll discuss that later, um, uh, becomes, again, kind of a holy land to a lot of the, the old deities. Um, there is also a noted change in the environment. Um, rainfall becomes more of a thing that is present to the north. Um, water is present. You have water now. Um, that lake that was created by Gregor Rakhine all those years ago doesn't go away. Rainfall keeps it present. Streams begin to flow outward from that location, um, which can then be changed into rivers and aqueducts and what have you. And 30 years from now, um, that city to the north um, will be, a by, by all religious individuals recognized almost as a miracle. Some stupid fucking cling didn't want to give up on her god. Yes. <laughs> well, I will mention, because this also pertains to this, sorry for cutting in, but after a few years, after Day is, like, settled, she will offer to help Mercy. She's going to be really busy, so it's not going to really be much, but she will join Mercy's mission, essentially, and she'll petition Jim and Hongaron to assist as well. Um, because they are also will live forever, and they remember the old gods. They were there. They would be invaluable in this quest. And she knows it probably won't happen in her lifetime, and she's okay with that, but... She... She likes Aerys still. Did that hurt? A little bit. No. <laughs> but, no, she she thinks, like, if the old gods are back, then, you know, maybe there would be less pain in the world as well. Um, along with that, she will continue to regularly pester Jim. Whatever sort of friendship slash relationship forms from that, so be it. Mainly, she just she likes annoying him. I imagine she keeps Belle around as long as Belle wants to stay. Especially post-war, it's going to be a lot harder to find him purpose. Uh, Belle is... Belle is an interesting individual, as Belle is a soldier through and through. Uh, they fight things. That's essentially their job. Um... At a certain point, they would likely find themselves in a position acting as a general or what have you for some military for one of the many states in Patricia. 
So wherever that puts him, who knows? And uh, the only other big thing I have planned uh, cannot happen yet. So we got a wedding to attend. Uh, yes, and I suppose we'll, we'll start with that now. Um, Becca? Yeah. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, we're going to kick this off by doing the scene I wanted. Yep. And she's going to go to the bakery. Okay. Um, Dea? Um, it will have been a few months okay. after um, the final battle with uh, Salvador Lacroix. Uh, you would have been later on uh, granted, officially granted the position of the head of the Royal Blue Cloaks by Avaro, uh, who then stepped away to more of a background position. Um, there are there are regular jokes about the boss's boss and talking to talking to management and stuff like that as uh, you are the new boss, so they all have to make fun of you. Mm. <laughs> um, but you head over to uh, the Broadback Bakery. Maddie's not there right now. They're likely still back at the Lucky Sapphire. And you would find that inside of the bakery, there is Emily. She is present. Um, and she'll kind of look up and you go, Hey there. Um, so, um, Finn's stepped out. He's gone to get some ingredients. I'm currently the only one at the bakery. So, if you need something special, you're going to have to wait. No, actually, uh, I wanted to talk to you in private. Okay. So, I'm thinking of marrying your daughter. What? What? Anyway, well, that would, if, <laughs> if she says yes, <laughs> um, if she agrees, then that would make you my mother-in-law. And I know we, uh threatened each other in the past? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want a mother-in-law who wants to kill me. So, I thought... You very clearly have never been in a relationship other than this one, have you? No. Yeah, no. My job is to Make sure you don't hurt my daughter. I don't hurt. I don't hate you. I don't want to kill you. But I have to put the fear of God into you so that you don't hurt my daughter, or think you can get away with doing it. <laughs> There's no ill will here. That's what I'm supposed to do. And I know, but I. Sorry, this is me. <laughs> um, I wanted to clear the air first, though. Um, just, I, I want you to understand me better. So, I'm going to tell you something that I've never told anyone else. And 
I want you to promise me that you won't... You won't tell anyone else. Okay. So... It's really hard to talk about myself, so I'm gonna take a leaf out of a friend's book and kind of step back for a little bit. But, um... I just, I want you to imagine, for a moment, a little girl. She's five years old. She has a twin brother. She has two parents, a mother and a father. And they're very poor, but they get by, you know. But um, sickness travels through their community fairly frequently because it's kind of a shitty place and one day her brother gets very very sick um like very sick and she wants to help him obviously but she overhears her mother talking to her father about how they should just let him die they didn't plan on twins and it would just be easier. It would be one less mouth to feed. And of course, this little girl freaks out. Um, and she goes to her father later. And she pleads with him. Pleads with him, pleads with him. We have to save him. And eventually, he does relent. And they go to the Green Faith. And they get some medicine. And eventually... He does get better. And years down the road, he wouldn't even remember this. Because it was just... He was... You know. Um, but from then on, her mother never really forgave her. And she was very, very cold towards her. And this little girl now has the knowledge that her parents don't love her. And she doesn't tell anyone. She doesn't understand. She doesn't know how to say this. So she just keeps it to herself. And she thinks if she can, you know, prove her worth, she can keep her she can protect her brother, then she won't be discarded. So five years pass. She's ten years old now-ish. Another really bad sickness sweeps through the neighborhood, and this time her parents turn really ill. And they go to the Green Faith, and they try, but they die. Um... Obviously, this little girl, her brother, was very upset. Um, he loved their parents. They were very sweet to him. Um, but the little girl is just kind of numb. And there's a little bit of relief. Because this nightmare, this, this secret that she's been carrying, is finally over. But not even a month later... One of the members of the Green Faith contacts her 
and tells her that her mother didn't actually die. They thought she had died, but she woke up later and decided everyone was better off if she just left. And the Green Faith member wasn't supposed to tell her, but um, he wanted, you know, there were these two young orphans who wanted to help them. And now the little girl had a decision to make. And she decided to keep this a secret from her brother. And when you keep a secret like that, it just makes you feel trapped. Like you're in a jar and you're looking out and you just you can't reach people. Um And, well, now this little girl's 27 years old. And I was initially very mean to you because you were also gone. Uh, Amelie but, just kind of pulls you in and gives you, gives you a hug. <laughs> but I know you're, t and she's is like hugging back she's like but I know you're trying and that's the difference and and she just starts crying because I've just started crying <laughs> and that's the big secret so mom's still out there but but um <laughs> she she finishes it off with but your daughter <laughs> makes me happy, and you and Finn are wonderful to her, and I would be honored to be a part of the family as well. <laughs> I don't think there are enough words to help you understand the situation that you found yourself in and the people person your mother was what she did to you and was ready to do to your brother was terrible and you don't it is okay for you to put some blame on me for what happened and for my non-existence in Maddie's life because on a certain level it was my fault I wasn't there when I should have been I didn't stay when I should have stayed I left and ran away to go and pursue something that took away years of my life. I will never get them back. But 
the difference is that I learned from my mistake. And your mother, she ran. She didn't even make a mistake. She simply, she shrugged off responsibility. There's no other word. What I did was foolish. What she did was just evil. but I can understand why you thought the way you did. I don't blame you for it. I even understand it. You're a good person, Dea. And I would be, I would gladly have you as part of my family. Thank you. <laughs> and that's pretty much it, I think, <laughs> for that scene. Sorry. <laughs> I really wanted to do a scene on that because I've been holding on to that since day one. <laughs> um... So, I will admit this freely to my players. I don't really know how to handle a wedding scene. Maybe we can just start at the beginning and just describe what people are doing as we go yeah, through. Like, there think, doesn't have to be scenes. I think scenes. that'll be just our best bet. <laughs> yeah, maybe we all go into a little bit of storytelling. Yeah, yeah I think that's how we'll have to do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I didn't do. I didn't change the music. This just kind of <laughs> happened. Hell yeah! It knows. Did All right. So. Kill your mom? No. <laughs> <laughs> so Becca and Jolly, like guys. So what are you, gonna do? you guys got to you got to prep. Yep. Yeah. What do you What do you guys doing to prep? Yep. Well, the invite list is huge. It's basically <laughs> everyone we know, who isn't evil. <laughs> mm hmm. Um. Finn's helping with the <laughs> part of the food anyway. <laughs> and oh, yeah. there will be a spit roast, so Dea goes out and hunts that. Uh, Gail would want to help. Yeah, Gail. Throwing <laughs> it out there. Oh yeah. It it is a there is a there is a fair bulk level of this of like got gotta help with like the food. Yeah. If you find if, that you need more time, you tell Rudy. No, because <laughs> no, Dea asks Maddie to marry her uh, on the anniversary of their first date. So that's in like winter. Um, yes, she is just like she doesn't she doesn't say, will you marry me? She says, can I marry you? The only thing I thought about, but it's very cute, and I needed to say that. <laughs> and then they get married uh, the next spring, so they have a few months to like get this ready. Um, uh, on the beach. Um, anything else that we need to prep? Jolly. Flavors the uh, wedding cake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Fly that's nuts. the big. That's the one that. 
Connor. Not even Finn have Delicious. to work on. <laughs> it tastes like almonds. What? Connor. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Wedding cake is big. It's tiered. It's got gold and red decorations. Mm hmm. All right. So Jolly. big hunt, oh. big cake. Jolly, you say Jolly. Do you have anything you need to add in? No, that not necessarily. Mm. Other than the, I don't know, prepping this. That's mm. <laughs> you need to. Do you need to talk to Percy about officiating? Well, what about Jim? <laughs> Didn't you? Jim. Well, Jim. <laughs> We recruit to be the flower girl, <laughs> and he doesn't have a choice because we either blackmail him or barter with him, whichever works. <laughs> so you're okay. I need to get this. I need to, so Jim, yeah. in his human form, in yes. his human form, you yeah. you're going to get. Is he going to be shirtless? Yes. Well, okay. he's not supposed. He's supposed to have a shirt. <laughs> But... Nobody double checks it beforehand. <laughs> no, no, he just has like a fancy to it. I don't he has know, a fancy right? vest on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's the best. <laughs> it's like, oh, like you gotta get out there, but we can't find your shirt. You just gotta go. Like, it's some Chippendale no shit. That's it's what a, this no, is. it's just it's just a tuxedo with the sleeves ripped off. <laughs> oh no, Jeffify Jim. Can I please? Can we please sure. have it so that it's like, oh, we can't find the shirt. Mercy's stuffing it into the bag of holding before anyone can notice. No. We can't find it. We don't know. We don't know where it went. You just gotta go. Improv it out, buddy. You got this. Alright, so Jim as the flower eye candy. Um <laughs> we got uh, Takma's gonna, or was it Takma? Takma's gonna, Takma's gonna walk Dea down the aisle, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the, the father. Who's the ring bearer? Toby. Toby! <laughs> so you're, you're giving a small dragon yes. a ring. Shiny things. Well, he, he has yep. a little basket with the ring. But you're still giving a small dragon a shiny likes, thing. All he likes is candles and he... It dare trained him. That's fair. <laughs> she, no, no, right. he might he might hold on to it a little bit, but they they's got like a one of the like wedding cake candles like Can can I can I give you an idea? Yes. Before you guys put on the uh rings, you guys are holding candles. And you trade <laughs> the candle for the ring. Yes. Indiana <laughs> <laughs> Jones. Oh. So, do you have bridesmaids? Um, Dea does ask Ro to be her maid of honor. It's like, Ro for sure, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in like a way of like, she turns completely away from Dea, back to Dea, and it's like, Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Sorry! Uh, yeah! 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 Thank you! <laughs> Great! <laughs> And uh, the the rest of Fortune's Blade would probably be up there as well. Um, <laughs> Maddie, I would have asked Gail to be um, best man. <laughs> you know what? I knew of this tradition. <laughs> no. I actually knew of this one. 
Gladly. Sorry. I, I apologize if I look distracted. Distracted. I just found a new function on my fan that I didn't know existed, and That's I was really confused. Always and always good. Gladly. Don't worry. Yeah. No one will get close. They'll die real quick. Also, Eric's gonna help. It's the classic tradition of best man. Oh, yeah. What's your tradition of best man? That is that that is actually a historical what is historically the best man used to be. Just like bridesmaids were dressed exactly like the bride, so that way yeah. if it it's for needed, assassinations. Yeah. yeah. The best the best man was a bodyguard. The bridesmaids were brides were who doubles. were were stunt doubles. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Seriously, that's used. Mm -hmm. That's honest Guy to God self. what it used to be. And that is the only reference that Gale knows, and that's what he's going with. Anyone come Fair close? Very just, well. No one gets close. Gale's just smacking people down left and right. Like, no. -uh. Oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> and uh, and and Mercy would officiate. Um, and we would. Oh, I I think Maddie wanted to. Make sure she didn't goof off. Right? Mercy? I am completely and utterly offended as a woman of the cloth. And at this point, she does have wooden carvings of each of the gods' symbols hanging off her hip, like on a string. <laughs> so there's just literally, every time she walks, it is a jingle of wooden clanks. <laughs> it's a wind chime. It's cute. Full circle. <laughs> the most holy wind chime. No. I do have one interesting thing to add, by yep. the way. Um, so speaking of at the wedding, um, because this is probably the first time that everyone would be together in a little while, um, you would see Aerith, instead of being as feral as normal, uh, carrying around a small child. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> there would be a small neon orange haired uh little fair bulb baby girl oh my god <laughs> and gail would address would introduce her as such oh. this is my little sunshine this is my maddie <gasps> gail and his first child is a girl by the name of maddie Instantly bring Aww. tears to my eyes. <laughs> and when yeah. Gale holds the child, he holds it by one leg. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and this child is absolutely <laughs> strong enough to break people's fingers. So don't do the. the, the... Um and and yes, cannot. It was since it's been more than sixteen months. Yes, the yes. Yeah. Aerith carried the child for 16 months. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's welcome to Fearbulk life. It's all oh. everything's longer. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I, trust me, I did the math on this. What kind that? Huh? What kind of morning sickness would oh, that God. be like? Oh. It, it's Work. coming from a druid. It's all by. Well, no, because druids can control their entire body, so it wouldn't be that yeah, bad. She would have not no. dealt with any of that shit. No. It would still. It, I think for any other Fearbulk, it would have been fucking nightmarish. Yeah. yeah. I love the idea that that's why people like, like being druids. <laughs> yeah. Gadjo Parks and Rec, where uh, Chris Traeger is sick and he looks in the mirror and says, Stop. Stop. <laughs> 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 
Because <laughs> Gail and Amir going, point. stop being nauseous. I have a feeling Gail says this at some point to the new one. You didn't even eat that much. Where is this all coming from? It's no, there's no sort of equivalency here. I'm, no, I'm very there's, confused. I will also note that for the wedding, there's also a lot of old faces that you have not seen for quite some time that have been invited to the wedding. Namely, well, you, you've seen quite a few of them. Most of the blue cloaks have been invited. Um, there's Sammy, who is actually more properly referred to as Senator Sammy. Senator. Yeah! As Rosenville has, essentially, has, has effectively become an independent state from Sersane and the rest of Odela. So Rosenvale is a, a properly independent state. As have, they, have they looked into, the, the, into changing their name, possibly? Rosenvale? Yeah. It is being discussed, but it is also it's one of those things that is being discussed and voted on effectively. Okay. Yeah, well, Rosen Rosenvale effect effectively has a democratic system, so it's all up to votes. Yeah, that's fair. Up to the senators. <laughs> yes. And then 30 years from now, Sammy will be stabbed to death like Caesar. Oh, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> Kidding. Who else do we see? Um, so there is Hongaran, of course. Jim, of course. Yeah, well, he has to be there. <laughs> um, you would at least briefly hear them discussing um, where she went. Uh, and ultimately, they, they both don't really know where okay. she is. But the name is never mentioned. Um, I'd imagine Barrett would come, as would Rose's father. Um, if if they can manage to get here, <laughs> um, Hope would be invited. Uh, as would L, the the um desert people that you guys bumped into. Um, thirty years from now, I'll point out there is going to be a healthy trade of opium. From Bacrucia. Um You mean faith, right? You not hope. Faith, not hope. Sorry, faith. I, was like, I misspoke. Hope and faith are such similar concepts, my brain mixed them up. To be fair to Connor, I did name the mom Hope. <laughs> hope is he? Mercy's oh, mom is he? <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? Oh, God. <laughs> sorry, she uh, faith, faith and L would wind up showing up. Need to point this out. Thirty years from now, there's going to be a healthy trade of opium from Pagrusha. Mm -hmm. Um, that is because of Faith and L. Mm -hmm. They are growing drugs. <laughs> I love that for them personally. Yeah. Um, Bell would not arrive. He would send. He would send effect effectively a a wedding gift. It's a trophy of a kill, not not really, not really an acceptable gift. But... See, nudges Galen go. Sometimes I I can tell he's you. It's it's a good it's one, like no. it's like a hollowed out carapace of some centipede creature, yeah. but like with the head bit still at least, present. At least he left the head. Yeah. I'd have probably smashed it. We're gonna have to talk about this when I get back. Probably. 
Good luck. Thanks. God, who well, am I forgetting? I'm forgetting other people, I'm sure of it. We invited Donned. Donned definitely would have would have <laughs> shown up. Donned doesn't have wedding clothes. No. <laughs> no. It's, it's kind he of lives a in the woods. Want, I need to point out he lives in the woods. The uh, mercy as he comes in will press a digitation the smell away. <laughs> Somehow his smell magically res is magically resistant, no. and you don't understand how. <laughs> <laughs> the crunch is um, still there. Yeah, Minerva and Avro uh, will of course arrive, Thank and they you. and they do provide their their best wishes. Mm -hmm. um, they get seated with Bo and Demos. Mm -hmm. the um, same dinner table. You um, actually, both of you would personally be provided be given a gift in the hand by, by Alvaro and by Minerva. You are both given coins. Vacation home. Um, <laughs> they, are, they are not that kind of like ashy sooty black that Alvaro carries. They are a different color. Um, they are kind of a, almost like a hammered bronze in appearance. Mm-hmm. But they, you are both given them, and they are not. They don't tell you what they do. That's so obvious <laughs> right now because I'm scared. But we're gonna do. We're gonna try this after the wedding, right? Uh, you see him like <laughs> the coin. Yeah, I yeah I know the coin. I don't know what it does. Well, it's not a normal coin, right? Okay, I just want to make sure that truffles don't get confused by it. What was that? Not Truffles is also invited. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Um, no, for, for reference, uh, Avro has a, a black coin that he can flip and teleport. You were given a coin like that. Yeah, I'm assuming it will teleport us somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. The thing um, I will point out is you do have a wizard who can identify yeah, it for you. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that they teleport yeah, so you they... guys to each other. Oh. Yeah, the, the wizard can identify it if they remember. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about that all next campaign, Michelle. Yeah, perfect. Thank God! Uh, no, I, I think two people in the group would identify next time. It's not me! It's not me! Uh, oh, I know I'm I not one of them. I think it's technically three. I can no. get it, but I don't have it. Oh, no. Two. No, I, I knew I was going to be in a group with two other people who had it, so I didn't take it. I can... This is a little bit of a spoiler, but not really. I can identify <laughs> magic items next campaign by touching them. <laughs> I mean, so if I'm just going to... I'm going to be running up. Okay. Whop, whop, whop. Anyway. To be fair, I didn't remember anything that I put on that character sheet because I haven't looked at it in like months. Anyway. <laughs> like, I should look. identify this. <laughs> no. No. Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> guys. Blood. You can only, it's only blood. lick things to identify. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's getting Koso and Jace gotta go, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, mm -hmm. Jace, yep. um, now is, is the time, right? Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, okay. You I can get going. Okay. Oh, no. Jolly? Hmm? No, nothing, nothing. Okay. Are we shutting out 
stream? What are we doing with stream? Or are you gonna? Jess can Jess can stop it. Jess can, can stop. Run in and stop it. Yeah. We'll tell you how. Okay. It's <laughs> you can I'm, go. Literally, all you have to do is come in and Just click press the button. stream. Yeah, it's mouse. a button. Just, on OBS. It's a button. You're fine. Yeah, it's the one on the right. It's well, I even put the cursor on the button. Anyway, okay. big red abort button. Oh my god. <laughs> God, one of the Hi. fucking cats is gonna walk up and push the mouse, oh, and the stream is gonna into end. the camera. All we're gonna—it's just gonna be the end of the stream is just gonna be us screaming no as a cat walks up to the screen and looks at it and pushes something. I will say that happens. We still have the audio, so we're we do, fine. We do. But, um, hang on, yeah. I'm looking at the list right now. Um, um, the aunt yeah. aunties are gonna be the. The aunties, uh, the wallflowers, the three good siblings, well, good, uh, of, of Mercy's, um, I mean, the other guy so. was also invited, but, uh, he probably would have come with Barry. That reminds me. Hmm? I'm gonna, I need to ask this to Jess, I'll say. What do you do with the bones of your siblings and your father? I'm so glad you asked. Oh no. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he is going to go through the process of getting a druid to slowly decay the flesh off of them mm. and perfectly clean the bones off. And once that is done, because she knows, you know, there's something in us that shouldn't exist in the world, she is going to have them essentially preserved and hidden under the shrine that's in Pacretia. Boy, that's a plot hook. I know it is, Connor. Boy, that's a plot hook. I sure hope nothing bad happens. Sure hope nothing bad happens. Religious shrine. I want you to. I want you to know. Think about this real quick, because this is how I thought of it. Under the Holy Lands are the bones of the people who tried to end the world, who have a blood tie to the fifth horseman of the apocalypse. I know it's metal as fuck. It is. I will also point out tangentially related. This this was discussed off stream, but canonically, Dea has a gem with arm, one of Armier's eyes in it. <laughs> yeah, you do. Because I needed a component of a a, a gem and like a, a gem with an undead eye in it, and Armier was and Armier was undead. undead for a little bit. <laughs> um, that does also lead me to one other thing. Jace uh, was told about this, and I think it just kind of got forgotten. Um, the mask that Lukba was wearing. Oh, yeah. Did okay. not fall off his body like a normal mask would. It had to be pulled off. Ugh, and no. that mask is very much not a good thing. It is an artifact. Yeah, uh, real quick, Jace <laughs> did tell me off stream that it is going in the vault. Yeah, vaults. Throw it in there. Is it? Wait, it's an artifact? It's an, like mm -hmm. an artifact artifact? Which one? No, I... Like a like, different kind. Okay. Like artifact on the level of like Black Razor and stuff okay, like okay. that. Okay. Damn. So what like. Yeah, like Black Razor. Yeah. Um, that we so, all know about. That we all know about. I use mm -hmm. a, I use a, a proper Forgotten Realms term. Our <laughs> artifact like a legendary item that is extremely dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Um. Like a Holy Avenger, but like a bad so one. So what it what it did was um in the lovecraft book i have it was supposed to just straight up make someone into the avatar of the yellow king that makes sense sorry the king in yellow 
In my game, it's worse. <laughs> oh my god! What did it do? It did made it him essentially into a a uh, mouthpiece for the king in yellow. Conduit. Oh, it yeah, it became his his conduit, and then was like a red flag. Like it became like, "Hey, I'm here." So that's why he it can... ended when he died. Yep. Anyways, back to the wedding. Back mm -hmm. to the happy things. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> and the quad burst out of the cake. No. Can I? Can I just? say i have this in my mind i have this image of like i know what like a current day maid of honor does which is like keeps everything on track and like make sure there's no stress on the bride and all that and all that stuff i imagine like right before the ceremony rose like checking flowers and making sure they're perfect and it's rose like i swear to god if this wilts i'll kill this wilts and like during the reception afterwards she's like are these cold these are meant to be hot why aren't you doing your job Rose is talking mad shit to Finn. <laughs> no! <laughs> not Finn, never Finn! Oh, no, 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 anyone no. else? Rose is the wedding asshole. Oh, no, no. no. She's doing for her. No, she, no. she never got to have her wedding. So That's not a bad thing. perfect. That's what every wedding party needs. A lot of times it's the wedding huh. uh, like organizer. But every wedding needs an asshole, so you know, if your mother-in-law comes in wearing a white dress... Oh, a yeah. wedding asshole. Yeah. Rose, Rose will be the wedding asshole. <laughs> like, Jim, I swear to God, if you put a fucking shirt on, <laughs> you ruin this day for them! <laughs> Make it off! <laughs> Here's your flower petals, get out there! <laughs> I will Jim also point out Jim's Jim's cat Charlie. Yes. Um, no more fur on that cat. What? What? what it is a skeleton now. No! <laughs> it is a skeleton oh! of a kitty. It's a oh, lich cat. Lich cat. Oh! <laughs> it's my lich. How do you pet it? It's kind of go on the bone. You 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 scratch the bones. <laughs> like, it's a lich cat. Keep it yours. That's oh, disturbing. God. Look, That's you gotta scratch that cat's bones. Poor Charlie. <laughs> oh. Charlie's perfectly content. He's just a little he's, guy. He's a little guy. Also, I'm gonna point out Jermaine is also present there. Um, oh, Jermaine! Jermaine, the, the porcelain cat that oh. Angeron has. Um, There's a table for cats. Yes. And Toby's there, too. <laughs> he's, he, he's part. There's a familiar table. Did you bring? Yeah. Did you bring Captain? Uh, <laughs> Captain would be at the wedding. Okay. <laughs> so so Hongaron is safe from his Snowball. allergies. Snowball is like on the edge of the perched at the edge of the table. Yay! <laughs> Snowball. No, um, I'll make Snowball. Or she would make Snowball cat form for the wedding. Just oh like, no! Well, Hongaron is gonna sneeze. All right. Oh no, that's right. That's right. <laughs> He'll say he You know, you're right. <laughs> She'll make it. Into a sphinx. Yeah, that's what she'll do. She'll make it into a sphinx. Pearl is cat adjacent. She's not, there is, she's not gonna be livids on the pets to wedding. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna point this gonna... out. When you turn Snowball into a... A... Azela. A hairless cat. There's a moment 
Where Snowball just slowly turns. Why, Father? And just looks at you. <laughs> Why, Mother? Why it's temporary. It's temporary. You'll be a bird soon enough again, okay? It's easier for you to be a cat at the wedding. It's so cold, Mother. And, and he's allergic to cats. It's cold. I guess uh, uh, I gave him a sweater. Um, it's a cat. During the no. wedding, Erudite is stuffing a cat into a sweater. <laughs> I mean, she's, oh, not, she's not doing anything. She's not a sweater. It's a tuxedo. Little white tux. Little white tux. Scratching me. Stop. Put your arm through the hole. Very <laughs> <laughs> familiar. He will do, she will do <laughs> She will um, do what I want. Um, <laughs> They'll do it. They don't have to like it. <laughs> no, I know. Mm -hmm. The other two people I will call out from the invite list, by the way, um, is obviously Sam and Shadi. Um, we'll get them over here. Mm -hmm. So they're the old gang. Um, and then she also literally sent an invite to Aristel. Don't know how that's going to work out. But she's like, you're in your invite. <laughs> No. <laughs> you, just, you just get a, just get a response back. No. Nothing. <laughs> no. Your hand turns into a middle finger. That's not very nice. I'm getting married. You like this shit. You're the god of community. You're still alive. It's just your hand is right on a piece of paper. You're still alive. That's my gift to the community. Great. Thanks. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> I will say when Sam and Shadi arrive, there is like an immediate reaction of shock when they see Taco. They're like, ah! <laughs> He's alive, guys. But um, after the actual wedding itself, do we have to play that out? Or are we just going to go, go past it? <laughs> I don't know how we do this stuff in D&D. I think we can kind of continue with the energy we've we've had where like well you know uh jim does we'll describe it girl and... so in that case jim is the flower girl for yeah. for the wedding um this is revenge her recommendations they are shirtless mm -hmm. uh and have not been supplied any replacement shirts nope. and have no, just freezing <laughs> it's spring it's spring it's not now. that bad it's okay. still like they're, they could cut diamonds with their nipples, though. Um, I was waiting for the comment. Oh my god. <laughs> I was wondering if the nipples would be mentioned. Pepperoni nipples. <laughs> sorry. Don't make it weird. It's so sorry. It wasn't weird enough already. <laughs> it's normal. We're objectifying Jim. Yeah, completely Objectify. normal. It's allowed. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's his gift to us. Toby is the ring bearer for the wedding. Um, yes. After, of course, Finn brings his daughter to the altar, mm -hmm. and Takma brings his daughter to the what? To the altar. Daughter, daughter. She did tell him that she took his last name, basically, or Blackheart. She doesn't know her real last name. Doesn't matter anymore. Um, Toby is. As one would expect, the fastest ring bearer 
presence as there's no real slow speed to flying. <laughs> you don't to you don't fly slowly. You fly. No, I want him I want him to walk on the ground so he's in the like <laughs> Well, he's also holding a basket. He doesn't have hands, so he's using his teeth, so he has to go. <laughs> um no. Uh Toby just flies. <laughs> Um, and with Mercy acting as the um, as the priest uh, Dea she's fully like as as Mercy's I don't know if you want to like ad lib a, a thing or not but like as Mercy's going Dea's you know they're, they're doing the like marriage pose of like looking at each other she's just like fully like crying <laughs> <laughs> like like she looks very happy, but like <laughs> curtains. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she would also equally soft. I can't do it because I cried earlier. <laughs> and we all know that Jolly doesn't drink water. I don't. <laughs> You're losing too much water. Stop crying, Liz. <laughs> Put it back. Drink the tears. Drink the tears. <laughs> I tried to, but they're so salty. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, and on that day, Dea and Maddie would be wed on the 69th of spring. Oh, no! <laughs> no, because no, that would be okay. Tro's birthday row would never allow that. I feel Happy like. birthday row. He absolutely would. <laughs> oh, really? She'd be like, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a really nice party afterwards. No one's gonna try to talk to me about it. It's actually fair. That's true. Kidding? It'd be the it'd be the perfect time to have your birthday party if you hate birthdays. What's it's birthday? Actually... Yeah, great wedding, huh? Those <laughs> shit has great. gotta be so big though. Oh, it, it's fucking huge. Yeah. Sorry, I have it's candy the in my event. mouth. It's the I event will, of the I will year. say the exception is where Mercy does. Just kind of slide over to one of the ants, whose name I still cannot say. Alkir. She will slide over and go, So, you ever fucked a priest before? <laughs> a lot less subtle than I thought it was going to be. Mercy has not been subtle a day in her life. What did you expect from her? <laughs> As a matter of fact, no, I have not. Would you like to? <laughs> he kind of holds her, 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 her arm out. Oh. Oh my god! will take the arm and go. Uh. Don't tell Maddie, because she will kill me. And if this right. were a movie scene, the camera would be on them, they would walk out of frame, and Ro would be there like... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Ro, actually, you would notice someone different at the reception. You would notice a tall, kind of muscular woman wearing a very nice dress, very nice jewelry, and you recognize her as the woman you purchased her jewelry from in the gold district. They weren't invited. 
You guys did say open invitation, didn't you? <laughs> to the after party, it is an open invitation. Okay, <laughs> 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 uh, quick question. Does Ro have a gun? <laughs> no, this point, yes. Well, okay, okay. Well, at the wedding. Hmm, well, well, the wedding? well huh? that's what I was asking. If Rudy, somebody was I want me. Rudy does have her magic like, always on her because she always carries a spellbook, and like the necklaces are focused now. Did we ever find out that Lady Dimitrescu I... is bad? <laughs> I, I think Maddie mentions that. I'm trying to think. I I feel like it was brought up once. I feel like I, I don't want to like, cause I, outside of the game, I we've known. Well, yeah. But I, I want. Mm. You could always dead. just go with the subtle Row nudges and goes. Do you know her? But my thing is, I feel like Row would see just this big lady if she didn't realize. <laughs> you could just say she forgot, cause it was like it was long yeah, ago. Long. Yeah. You saved the world twice since then. More than I think. Ro would roll up and have like a conversation started and then suddenly drop you like, oh whoa, which which bride are you here for? You're just here to celebrate like the general vibe. I'm here for my niece. Doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> <laughs> like, was like the day I have the day has got it. And you're Matt, Maddie, are you here for Matt? Yes. Just thought I should pop by and pay my respects. I'll be right back. Stay right there, and Rose gonna run <laughs> to wherever <laughs> Dea and Maddie are and go. Hey, um, <clears throat> I don't know how to put this delicately, big bitch. Um, nine o'clock. Who? What? Your <laughs> aunt? <laughs> Your aunt? Do you have an aunt? Here? That's the jeweler. You mean you mean um she... <laughs> Wait, She's which aunt are you talking about? Um Well, I mean you're talking about if you're talking about Amelie's sisters, that's a little bit rude. Though. Oh no 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 no, <laughs> I I know the aunties. I know the aunties. Ooh, this is but a different one. Not Kiera, though. I, I haven't seen her. Just enjoying the festivities, but the big one, the she's not a nice one. She's not well, I don't know if she's nice or not. Big one. Wait. What did she look like? She's like a head taller than everyone here. <laughs> she that one. The big one. With all the jewelry. Is she I've never seen her before. Oh no! You're oh. is this a and Relic reaches into like a slit in her skirt and is like, is this the time? <laughs> no. I, hang, hang no. Hang on. No. Put it down. No. Put it okay. down. <laughs> I'm dying at my day. I can it won't be at outside. Guys! I thought we stopped the violence already! <laughs> I mean I can I can just stop time and no, no. <laughs> Remove her from the <laughs> No, no. I have. I also. I also have the spell time stop. Like I don't just. I also have the spell time stop, so I can stop time for a shorter amount of time. But Rose just kind of gonna be like, I could. You just you want me to like. I can make her leave. Should we make her leave? 
<sighs> Dad. <laughs> we have a problem. <laughs> um... I'm assuming... Uh, your sister's here right now. Big. Oh. Okay. Well, that's... That is definitely Julianne. Mm hmm I... Forgot that we open invited. I... Didn't expect people to, um... Especially for them. I don't... Why are they here? <laughs> so, you know... I don't know. I would, I would assume... I would assume uh, to pop by and say hello. <laughs> still family? I don't know. I, well, you, I thought they're still family. That does not mean you consider them as family. <laughs> you want me, do you want me to kill that guy for you? Stop! No. Like what? I said, we're not, we're not using magic. We're not using threats here. It's not magic and it's not a threat. It's a promise. But I understand where you're going. <laughs> we are not gonna use any violence in this wedding whatsoever although I do apologize if my anger does kind of go over in advance <laughs> that is something that I should tell you guys by you know just in case Bonesy <laughs> walks in at this point and notices the boot paddle and goes what's going on you finished like, that really fucking scared. fast what <laughs> no <laughs> This is like the time has passed. Her dress is I've a little her, disheveled. Her hair is. Do you just assume this happens immediately after each other? Yes. No. I imagine there's, I imagine there's some time between the two yeah. events. I feel like Rudy at this point has also noticed this and has like wandered over and is very. Uh, is what's going on? Good puddle. Good puddle. What's going on? Big bitch. What about her? She's here. Okay. Oh. Bad, bad, bad ants. Oh. Do you want bad me to aunt. get rid of her? Why are we using violence against I wasn't gonna go with violence. I can talk. I can, I, can, I can talk too, kind of. I've gotten better at it. Roll taught me how to get, be good at talking. Clearly. She didn't. I didn't do a very good job, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need a few more. Listen, I'm, be I'm better with like diplomats and stuff when i have to like negotiate school things this is this is a little different guys there's an easy solution here we rock paper scissors and we see who deals with it what is that? i mean bad wait wait wait. i think that should be up to maddie personally but maddie what do you want to yeah. do i'll go talk to them please do not do anything rash okay do you want us to be vaguely threatening behind you no <laughs> Already been at a distance. Weddings, don't worry. I I want. If anything, I want you to control Gail from from this. If, what is that? Operation distract Gail. <laughs> got it. Couldn't be too hard. <laughs> He's got a newborn. It's, oh, it's true. Gail is sufficiently distracted just by the kid. <laughs> he mm -hmm. has he has a child. He's he's distracted. No, I know that at least. Distracted by Maddie, said at least. <laughs> so anyway, I'll go. I'll go deal with it. I'll. I'll be right back. <laughs> Good luck. 
just watching, <laughs> making sure. Right. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's over under. Um. Yeah, you can read lips, right? Can... Yes, I can. <laughs> so you can see what's happening. <laughs> I don't think there's gonna be fire that. or no. Yeah. Can I yeah. for fire? Yes, yeah. fire? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At least one. I don't think there's going to be fire, but I do think there's going to be a lot of angry yelling. I would love to see a punch thrown. Mm-hmm. Rose has a, a paper and is writing down, like, wagers with no money. We're yeah. not gambling at the wedding. We have class. <laughs> yes. We gamble after the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> when it's done. Maddie. Yes. <laughs> What's gonna happen? I, 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 well, I'm, I'm gonna approach Juliet. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Hello, dear. It's been a very long time since I last saw you. She kind of just looks at her, like, <laughs> "What do you want?" I just wanted to say that. Congratulations. You look lovely and have pretty good choice in wedding rings, I would say. Didn't go oh. with anything too gaudy, I see. Uh-huh. You're, you're not here to judge me, are you? Call me a pragmatist individual, but far be it for me to pass judgment on someone of your stature. Connor, I'm stupid. What did did she mean? Um, (laughs) Pragmatic means basically she's being, taking emotion out of it, being kind of logical, which means you're kind of more likely to be a bit of a dick. Um, she can't really judge you because of who you are. What does that mean? I don't you're, even know who you saved your world. Dirty. What do you mean, who you are? <laughs> Daddy, you're okay. I'm you gonna break this down. You, you are getting married to the head of the blue clothes of, the, of this group. You are part of a famous adventuring group. You're financially extremely rich. Um, it's you're also extremely powerful. It's logical for not to show up here, but also to not fucking judge you. She you are one of the most powerful people in the world. Like, straight up. She literally has no, like, judging you would be a bit like a peasant judging the king. No, no, no that's fair. I don't know the definition. That's fair. <laughs> and I also, uh, I don't, I'm not, okay, I can't say I read the dictionary. Cody did that. But I mean, like, I, I read a lot. <laughs> I do, but she doesn't really think of all that status as, you know, the main pointer. She just wants to live a happy life, you know? I know. So, <laughs> anything Julianne like... doesn't, but I know. I know. <laughs> um, it's only just you, right? I... <laughs> Couldn't convince my siblings to show up. 
Oh no. <laughs> oh god, no. <sighs> so what's the deal here, hmm? Do you Just want looking... something out of this? <laughs> no. Just paying my respects. You're lucky I'm not using magic right now against you. <laughs> Oh, I know. I'm, I'm aware <laughs> that I'm quite lucky. Hmm. I don't think we're gonna see any fighting. <laughs> we'll talk, just look vaguely threatening. I have a, a veil. Yeah, it's pretty. If you just like... Yeah, just... <laughs> Look really Daya tucks the veil back and then looks intimidating. <laughs> Look, you guys were very mean to me when I was younger. Especially to my dad, okay? And I I don't know if I consider you guys as family. I'm sorry, but if anything, uh, the Fortune's Blade were more of a family to me than to you guys. Yeah, wipes a tear. <laughs> sorry to hear that, but far be it for me to say anything. But I'm also stupid. I don't know what that means. Can't really say anything against you, can't you? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I <laughs> essentially this entire conversation is you're saying whatever you want to her, but she can't fucking say anything. Yeah. She can't she, she can't talk back, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like she's, she's like she can't fish. talk back against you. She literally is... can't. She can't. Because well, that's the thing, like you're an extremely powerful spellcaster. Socially, you're you're in a higher position than she is, wealthy. One yeah, sentence, you could can. ruin her entire life. Exactly. Yeah, you could literally, yeah. Hmm. With no effort whatsoever on your part. You could literally say her jewelry is tacky, and it would ruin her entire career. Jesus Christ. You could crash the stock market. Oh, well, you did that. I will <laughs> say, you guys are still open to come. But if my mother sees you, I'd let her do... Whatever she wants with you guys. Or her sisters, even. Yes. Um. Still. I wanted to at least pass along my will. Well. I'll appreciate it for now, as long as you guys don't do anything rash at my own wedding. Again, they aren't. I'm the only one. Okay. Oddly enough, can I roll inside on that? Yes, you can. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. This will be like my <laughs> last roll, I guess. Last roll um, of the campaign. Can you even roll from archive cheats? I can't. Well, hang on. Let's I roll a d20 and, and 
add your modifier. I, I think I think I still have access to my sheet. Um, yeah, it's in. You should see an archive. There it is. Yeah, there you go. Oh, nice. Uh, she <laughs> is telling the truth. The the other ones did not come. Um, they had sense. Whether whether it was simply out of a grudge or what have you, you don't know. But she's the only one that came here. Okay. I I'll let you in. At the very least. <laughs> But I appreciate that you did come. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, help yourself to anything you want. <laughs> I don't believe I'll be staying around too long. I'm not terribly welcome. Yeah, I think. Karen <laughs> sees all of us like this. I'm going to at least pass along my wit, my. A few words to your father. And go from there. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. My dad's over there, so if you want to go talk to him, <laughs> um, that'd be great. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just gonna go over to my group and talk to my wife now. <laughs> my wife. My wife. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> you know, it's a. Uh... It's a lot less romantic when after you get married you point to the woman that you're wearing rings with and go my wife, my wife. it's a lot my less wife. romantic <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Julianne will will go over to to Finn uh, and it looks like some carefully chosen words are being exchanged and she will she will wind up putting a, a much larger hand on his shoulder because <laughs> because again Julianne is bigger than you and Finn and is kind of at the same height as Amelie. I know how intimidating is that. <laughs> she, if she but, wasn't um, a bastard, Roby fucking her. That's a big lady. <laughs> um, Wait, but then. you see. You see that Julianne will just kind of put a hand on Finn's shoulder and kind of do the, do like the the faint squeeze thing that people do. And Finn will will nod politely, and they'll they'll kind of break away from one another. Hmm. Dad, did, what what did she talk about to you? <laughs> Oh, she said I, um, she said I did a very good job. Oh. Okay, that, that was, um, that was not what I was expecting, so. <laughs> I don't well, think I can, we sheath their weapons. <laughs> I think I can really be okay with what she did, but, um, it's nice to hear. Yeah. At least she's at least somewhat forgiving other than the others, right? <laughs> Who knows? Um Kid, I think you I think you got really lucky in your life. 
be honest. <laughs> what? <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> I don't think you ever got to meet how devious some people can be. For all I know, she could be doing this to get back in her good graces. I don't know. If anything, Dad, you at least live out outlive your sibling. <laughs> they are still my siblings. I would prefer you not kill them. I'm not gonna kill them. I would prefer your friends and the groups they are associated with not kill my siblings. I'm not gonna let them do that. <laughs> you didn't make any promises to them. As you look over and we're all just making faces. I mean, actually, probably now we've probably relaxed, but we were all just some. Oh, good news. Faces. I won't have to be the one to inch stream. Hmm? Jace got back. Jace, Jace just got back. back. <laughs> I heard Jace. Yeah, we just fucked it around for a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the problem with this mic is it picks up everything. Again, people were talking in the kitchen and my mic was picking up ends of the words. Uh -oh. <coughs> yes, yes, Jill. <laughs> I think at some point Rose gonna make the rounds and go to all the dads, <gasps> and she's gonna be like, "Hey, Finn, uh, do you have any do you have any other friends that are dads? <laughs> any other dad friends? Dad friends? <laughs> yeah, like friends who are also fathers. What do you mean? To getting friends from." Unrelated. What? This is my dad. His name's Milo, and he's great. You guys want to be friends? Oh. He needs to be <laughs> Oh, nice to meet you. I'll be right back. Takma. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, please. Just <laughs> 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 assembling the dad ventures. Hard cut. They're all wearing cargo shorts and polo shirts and white. <laughs> Three yes. box sneakers. There's like, a grill in front of them and they're arguing cool. about proper grilling technique. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. yes. Proper grilling technique is you flip every once in a while. Single flip argument is stupid. <laughs> it is. This is, they've tested this. All right. Flipping food okay, just once is a real thing people talk about. It's so dumb. No, I, I'm a, I like to cook. Okay. That's the difference. I can tell you, I don't know that Taco knows how to grill. <laughs> no, it's never it's yeah. a stove in his life. <laughs> also, Jace, you missed, you missed, you missed, um, a big, big aunt of Jolly, of Maddie, Julian, uh, showing Not up at the funny. wedding. Nice. Yeah, he, he had to distract Gail. <laughs> we didn't have to distract Gail. Gail has a baby. Yeah, I have to, Gail doesn't yeah. have a baby, so Gail. Unfortunately, I think you came in late as we were getting ready to close up. That's fine. Well, close and close it on up. Well, there are um, things that I. There are a few be... things that didn't get touched. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I saved Dea and Maddie for last because I figured this is going to be a bigger scene. So, uh, Maddie, <laughs> after you get married, is there anything else that Maddie's going to wind up doing? I mean, well, I mean, could we figure out what the court? <laughs> Oh yeah, let's can we after the after the party closes down, we're like, all right, flip, <laughs> flip. <Got it. laughs> you flip, you flip the coins, um, and you would find yourself at um some 
island in the middle of nowhere. Got you. And the coins fall to dust and you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you find yourself in an island in the middle of nowhere and there's a decent little house that's been built there. It in fact but you do see that there's also there's also some uh, some runes that appear to be on it hmm? of some sort. Runes? Runes, like magical inscriptions and stuff like that. Yeah, is... I mean, could could we uh, read it or? <laughs> there, I mean, detect magic would, would reveal their their basically evo uh, not evocation, uh, abjuration, <gasps> uh, protective, <laughs> protective spells. I don't think any of us has. We I don't, don't think have, either of us I have. have. Right. <laughs> Neither of you have that. You don't know what they do. <laughs> you have no clue. Sorry. It's a bomb. <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> what does this mean, Rudy? What does this mean? Uh, yeah, Desperately no, slapping paper. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> um, so. What would you like to do? Wait, are you asking me still? <laughs> um. God, is it what I think? <laughs> it is. It is a vacation home slash home, basically. <laughs> oh, okay. The they like gave protection. you uh, the the runes are, are there basically to make sure that the building doesn't get damaged by weather, uh, and prevents scrying, basically. Ah. Okay. Uh, uh, you effectively have a personal home in the middle of nowhere. Yay. Oh, and we can go back whenever we want to. Yes. Um, Downside: You can only bring one load of groceries in because you have to hold the uh, the coin has to be flipped in the other hand. Yeah. So you can only put groceries in one hand. And they have to buy a bag of holding. <laughs> oh no. Um. But yeah, you they they that was the gift that Avro and Minerva, Minerva gave you. Oh, that's so nice of them. <laughs> get married just for the gifts. Um. I don't know if like after the whole wedding. Um, like I'm assuming, is this is this the thing that we were these planning are, on? These are the, <laughs> the the final epilogue stuff. Well, before <laughs> we do that, I'm going to mention um, because that will be the last thing we do, and I didn't mention this earlier. Where Dea, uh, at, after a few years, uh, does open an orphanage in Trisane, um, and it's like, you know, there there's homages to Aristotle, so there's like an elk skull over the, the door and, you know, very much to her tastes. Um, and like, probably secures government funding to help secure it long term. She doesn't run it herself, but she checks in regularly and vets every employee. And some of the orphans are not actually orphans, because it's like, kind of like a, also a prototypical child protection agency place. And, you know, just children are being Are we going to are we going to call it the Blackheart Orphanage? It's the Blackheart Orphanage. <laughs> it fucking metal is so, most metal fucking so name ever. Fucking evil, but the children there are so happy and cared for. <laughs> uh, um, and now we can talk about the other thing, uh, which was I think seven years after marriage. Divorce. No! <laughs> no! 
You should have let it hang out there. I gave you a second. I didn't want I wanted to let Tommy do some of the talking if he wanted to. No pregnant pauses in this group. No, you can't have this. Let's be the pregnant Because that's how you get like the word a penis into the conversation or like. No, they have their first. Well, kids. Awful. Gross. They do a divine intervention and they have twins. Oh, there was a there was a funny thing I told Becca. It yeah. was like um, Maddie talking to the source of wanting kids, but the source accidentally gave like, her two kids instead of she one. She said plural. Two. She said kids, right? <laughs> kids, twins. That's actually a whole department in the source. In fairness to you, <laughs> so the source is essentially a mindless ball of magic that is there to do things. I know. When you say. Kids, <laughs> this is exactly what happens. You should be happy if you say, only two. Like, you do the divine intervention and say, I want kids. Oops. <laughs> you use the plural. <laughs> we learn the next time. Babies. We learn the next time. Also, um, since these are children that are being born of a divine intervention, they are quite literally Asimar. Yeah, they're all Asimar. These are... There's no like they have ha they have elven traits on them. They're Asimar. All of them are Asimar. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's uh, just like I, yeah, yeah. They're they're born of the yeah, um, yeah. So seven years, the twins are born. Their names are Rosette and Charlotte. <laughs> Food names uh, to continue that trend, and then <laughs> six, six years after that, they get a son. And his name is Takma Jr. Cunt. Oh, sorry. No! no. Names him after Takma. He's a grandpa now, because he's going to stay with them forever. Grandpa. 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 And that is something that uh, Takma will be very, very happy about. Mm. Um, are there any other end of campaign things that you guys want to do, or any questions you need to ask me? That's it for Dana, I think. That's all the important mm -hmm. things. Other than okay. some just fun little... Oh god, let me go to the check on my dock real quick. I, unfortunately, I know there's some stuff with Gail that can't, I can't really... No. No. There's <laughs> something there is, you cannot talk about. There is. The, I would almost be willing to say a fair bit of yeah. Yeah, the stuff that we've talked about. There, I can't, yeah. um, there are a few things that... Um, Gail would not be willing... I, we can't really talk about it with Gail. Um, but I will say that about 20 years later, Gail starts to lose weight. Hmm? Yep. Gail starts to lose muscle mass. Oh. Ooh. You lose barbarian? Uh, oh, nope. No. Has to have oh. the stone removed. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yep. Bummer. What Makes sense. He would at that point have it have it surgically removed, which honestly at this point doesn't affect him a, a shit ton. No, it doesn't um, make a huge difference. Your health is lower, but not the end of the world. Yeah. It will, but so, also there's an can visit like game mechanics wise. There's another level up, so he get he essentially gets it all back. So it's not really affecting stats wise. Yeah, but. 
it, there would be a period of about a probably knowing Gale and just kind of ignoring shit. It would probably about a, be about a year and a half for you to notice that, you know, if you saw him, he would be losing a little bit of weight. Like he's, um, he's kind of starting to wither. Like, yeah. Like he's losing weight. Yeah. Get that removed. So now he's got a interesting, probably scar on his chest. Um, but hey, that lets him uh, freeze him up for uh, one attunement slot. Attunement slot. Yay! Yay! Oh. Um. Yes. That reminds me. Um, I just thought about this. Like the artifact stuff. If Rudy could help them at all in any way, she would. Would like the artifact. Would like all of them. That's she her. wouldn't like directly involve herself. But like she would help them in any way, just because they are kind of responsible for her having a decent upbringing in a way. So, uh, and that's fair. Uh, Erida, you would assist occasionally, um, provide information or what have you as best you could. Um, there are murmurings of something going on with the aspects that were chosen this year not this year but uh, this, this cycle. generation this cycle mm -hmm. um and about with like within the year of those rumors going around a new cycle starts huh how 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 long does that happen in uh it got till about the point where the kids were probably about 22 years old huh are they no, no, like... Oh, oh the kids. The kids. Like, sorry, so the kids. it would be, by the time the cycle restarted, it would be 1957. Look at that. Out of curiosity, do okay. we know exactly how many artifacts there are? No, because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> is it, I'm just saying, is it like, it's, a, it's a significant number, I'm assuming. It's a significant number, but basically it means that that all those people they died. died. Yeah. Like all of them died. Fuck. 22. Yep. Yeah. Fuck. Mm. What happened with fear? Because Gail would know. Um, fear was growing up to be a normal kid. The by all means, fear, uh, or the the individual who was bearing the aspect of fear, he was a normal boy. Um, he didn't show any sadistic tendencies. He understood the nature of what he was responsible for. Um, and then at some point, he had a run-in with some lone spellcaster, and he was disintegrated. Uh, and unfortunately, that is a disturbing trend that was seen in a lot of them. Uh, quite a few of them were disintegrated by some lone spellcaster. Well, I know and... what the Cerulean, uh, not the Cerulean, uh, I know what the Blue Cloaks and Ekes are doing. And bear in mind, these children at the age of 20, they're probably fully trained. Mm -hmm. 22, they're fully trained in experience. Jesus Christ knowing that information because that is one of the things um we can definitely talk about gail does have 
is trying to establish again quick movement of the blue cloaks to be able to respond to these sorts of things you would all essentially get information and gail would be trying to put out feelers however gail is not good at the espionage part of it so he'd be trying to delegate that to other people who are good at it gail just does good at killing things and that's what the and yeah. you all would attempt to assist as best you can but by the time it was done you would find out what happened uh and where the murders were coming from but it didn't matter by that point it was all over cycle is done so 30 years from now they're eight and the cycle is only starting and guilt still do the same thing with fear yep that's wild so we yeah. have like a baby cycle even though yep. it's been 30 years. you had one that lasted 22 years two centuries. Mm. That's it. Damn. i'm starting in campaign two how old are they eight eight eight, eight. They are eight. Babies. Because these, during the cycle, they are all born at the same time, same day. That's sensation. <laughs> and I can, and I can tell you exactly what happened off stream. Yes. Okay. Okay. But with that, I think we should campaign one's yeah. over. Unless I've missed anything, and you guys want to add something on. In just a little short thing, like as the years go on, Ro travels just goes to different countries and does barge shit to get free rooms because she's cheap. <laughs> um, collects information. If she sees anything of note, she'll, like, give it to Dea, Gale, Mercy. But appeals or, like, you know, has to do with that kind of stuff. But yeah. basically and... just does tourist shit. But... Yeah. And, and Dea makes sure everyone visits home, the estate, at least once a year. More so. Gale has... Hold on, let me do the math there. Or she will hunt you down if you miss a date. I will point out, uh, Rudy will have, in the schools that obviously that allow magic, Rudy will have um, teleportation circles, and she'll have one put into the estate. Mm -hmm. uh, by the point of 30 years, Gail has 13 children. Oh my Jesus god! Christ, oh my god. god. Stop. There are 13... Four out of fucking condoms! <laughs> there, are thir there are 13 of them. Oh my god. He'll have to quit fucking. Man, mm. Stop. God. Gail couldn't pull out of a fucking driveway. Nope. Cheap by the baker's dozen. Yep. Damn. There, there, are, there are 13 of them. How many, oh, hold on, how many pregnancies? Like, are there twins or are these 13 individual pregnancies? 13 individual, you could not oh, fit two fair bulbs no. into one fair bulb body. Those, <laughs> those children, okay. Also for reference, when you see Maddie, baby Maddie for the first time, baby Maddie is as big as Roe and baby Maddie's only like a couple months old. <laughs> fair bulb babies that are means... massive. Hold on. That means, because you said a furball pregnancy is 16 months, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. That means in that 30-year period, Earth is pregnant for 17 of them. Yeah. That's so oh, much. Is she good? good? Is she okay? Oh, is, she, yeah. is she good? She's gonna die. <laughs> again, not she's not... Her, she's not affected by, again, druids. She's druid. Total control. She, yeah, total control. Oh my god. <laughs> Stop fucking <laughs> we invented therapy so like 
Birth control. <laughs> get her in. Birth control has existed for years. They're just not using it. I think oh at a certain God. point, the rest of Fortune's Blade goes, Stop it! <laughs> I can't you know, chase all of these. I don't understand. Ah, I don't understand what the every, problem is. Every, every time Gale shows up to a, the estate, it's just more it's kids. another one. It's another mm -hmm. baby. See, every time Gale has a kid, Master's reminded why she's not going to have any. I really adopted. She's like, I don't want kids of my own. I'll find them. And are like, we had three. Three is a good number. We had three. Yep. I'm happy with this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you said three teens? Oh, three teens? Thirteen? I misheard that. <laughs> <laughs> Meteor. But. Meteor. Meteor. <laughs> so, is there anything else that needs to be added on to you guys? No. No. I don't think so. Not that stream needs to know. <laughs> yep. So, with that, we're going to be ending the stream. Um, that's the end of campaign one, guys. Uh, it was fun. We'll come Enjoy back. this shit. We'll do, one, we'll do at least one one shot. At least one. There at are four possibilities you at need to bear in mind. Oh, yeah. Um, and more information will definitely be coming out in campaign two as we continue to yeah. actually fill out the world. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah, well, we'll so stay let tuned. you know when that's starting to, uh, if you follow our Twitter, we will be releasing the silhouettes of the new characters ahead of time. So that's when you know it's really. Yes, happening. we will be doing that. Um, and once we get to a week out of campaign two, um, I will officially be tipping my hand and I will be explaining what's going to happen in the first session. So you guys can expect what's going to be happening, not just for my players who are slowly starting to go insane, but also well, I can get you guys all nice and excited for what's going to happen. <laughs> so, thank you everybody for being here for the stream. Thank you to the lurkers. Thanks to the folks in chat. If you enjoy what we do, pass the word around, tell your friends. We stream fairly regularly. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, uh, Fridays, and Saturdays. Uh, if you like us, tell your friends. Um... We have a Twitter, um, dicefunctional underscore. Um, we have a Discord. You can join up. Um, and if you, gosh, we're gonna have a break, a break on the D and D streams because I have a lot of work to do. Um, and I also want to take at least at least one week to not. <laughs> Um, but thank you everybody. Thanks to my, my dear friends here. Um, sorry Cody couldn't be here. He's uh got some life he has to deal with. But everybody, say bye stream. Bye. And that concludes this episode of Dice Functional. If you enjoyed, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves and we'll see you next time.